RNC. Hazel, this is my podcast. I'm here with Procious, as always. Yeah, hello. Hello, everyone. How you doing? For once, we you. finally have a smooth intro with the song. I've been forgetting to hit record, <laughs> so. I know. <laughs> it's classic. It's you classic can. you, man. <laughs> ah, I got, oh, it's stressful getting the show on. Ah. Welcome in, everybody. You know? uh, if this is your first time, what we do is we watch TV. We talk about current events, past yep. events, a lot of past events. Some of the, yeah, yeah, we're, we're definitely nostalgia. But it's I all... lose myself in the past, not in the future. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but the spine essentially is what's on TV usually drives what we talk about or vice versa. Yeah. Um, so right now we got some, uh, first of all, we got a new layout on the YouTube channel, by the way. And if you're here on YouTube, Smash the like. I got to do it. The I have to go opposite because it's a YouTube. Hit the subscribe down there. Do us a favor. If we if we still get a lot of subscribers, we'll start making money and we can quit hey, our hey man our day jobs. Hey, I told someone about it this past week. You know, well, someone subscribe, uh, reviews, interact. I'm I I fuck with the channel. So if you if you hate us, tell us and we'll argue about it. <laughs> Absolutely. So so I like we got a new setup. I you know. I actually listened to a, a bit of an older episode, the way, you know, the one where we mocked the Chicago accents from about a month ago. Yeah, that was a good one. You know? People like that. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, this is, you know, I was like, this is, you know, we're doing something here, Keith. Yeah, we're doing something. I'm know? here. I'm drinking non-alcoholic New beer. beer. <laughs> I'm officially 33. I think we can we can point yeah. that out. Once you start, once you quit drinking, and then you're responsible enough to where you're like, I desperately crave alcohol. Yeah, but I can't. Like I can't, but so you get the not you you cross the threshold of like I'm gonna risk being that guy. Yeah, well, well, I tell you what, man, I I'll never give up alcohol. That that'll never happen. Uh, but but I it has been curbed. My uh, my appetites have been curbed out here. I, I don't drink as much as I drank in Chicago. I mean, I still drink. Uh, I, I had to drink a couple beers last night just to unwind after the week, as usual. Busy week, Keith. Very busy week. Yeah. You know, got got a deadline coming up in a couple of weeks on an application, and those don't, those don't always go that well. Got a deadline on an app. That's a Chicago you accent know, fucking thing just... right there. <laughs> I got these deadlines on the apps. The mayor. It's funny. I was thinking about that, man. Like my early years, like in my career, I was talking with Todd Massey last night. Yeah, I was talking to him at the same time. He, I was messaging with him, and he was like, because I hadn't talked to him in like two weeks. You ever have those moments where you think someone's mad at you? Yeah, like yeah, you, yeah. Like. He texted me when Villa staved off relegation in the Premier League because we're both Aston Villa fans. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it was in doubt though; like it was in question. Oh, they it came down to the it was wire. Like, it was like they were the one of the. They last. tied on the last day and stayed yeah. up by a point. <laughs> and so here's the nail biter. So there was four games left in the season, and they were seven points 
down. Mm. They were they needed well, to, they make to play up seven well. Points. They had to play well. The last so four they games. won two games and tied one, but then they also needed every other team to like lose, and that happened. It's a so perfect totally set just, of scenarios. Yeah, just I think they in. had a two point seven percent chance of oh, of saving themselves. And some they did some, it. some English person bet on that, and they got a lot of pounds right now. <sighs> England. You know, it's legal in every single bar in England. And I mean, this is, betting is totally legal oh, across yeah. the entire country. And this know? is why it's a big deal because um, once that – like Villa has billionaire owners. Uh, one of the dudes who owns the Milwaukee Bucks is an owner of Aston Villa wow. and this other Egyptian guy. Like collectively, they're the fifth richest team in Europe. Wow. Or at well, least in England. What part of uh, London do they play in? They play in Birmingham. They oh, they're in Birmingham. In oh, oh, okay, okay, interesting. I didn't know that. Oh yeah. Uh, are they basically uh, how many teams are in Birmingham? Two. Who's the other Birmingham team? Birmingham City. Oh yeah. Bur- the Bur- Blues. Yeah, they yeah. suck ass. <laughs> they play in the Second City Derby because Birmingham is the second city of England. That's why I Exactly. That's why I exactly. initially I was looking uh I've told the story of the fucking Polish kid that fucking who is now dead. Uh yeah. who who got me into the Premier League. Yeah. And I remember it was when Wikipedia first popped too. So I was looking, I just looked at sister cities of Chicago because that's how yeah. I roll. Like, yeah, usually any other team I follow has something connected to Chicago. So yeah. I was going to root for Inter at one point because Milan, because Milan is like a sister city. Oh, yeah. Mexico City is a sister city okay. of Chicago. Uh, Hamburg in Germany is. But all those soccer teams are like you. If you want to root for a Mexico City team, you have to root for Club America or fucking one of the other garbage teams. And Club America is like Real Madrid. They stink. They're yeah. like fucking yeah. royalty. <laughs> they're the millionaires. Their nickname is the Millionaires. Oh, God. Like, they're made of money. Well, and where are they at again? Sorry, where, Mexico, where? City. Oh, yeah, Mexico City. Okay. Coca-Cola owns them or some oh, shit. Yeah, it's, yeah. They, it's they, a they major pl- company. They play yeah, in yeah. the stadium where the Mexican national team plays. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. I've heard when uh, USA plays Mexico in that stadium, they get fucking Coca-Cola, hard glass Coca-Cola bottles thrown at them from the oh, stands. The USA play? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I believe that. But what if <laughs> so, so, so uh yeah. so Villa's rich is yep. the, the point of it. So the fact that they it would have been a big deal if they got relegated, yeah. but it would have just cost them money. Like one of the presidents said it would have been a two hundred million do- two hundred million pound loss if Villa got relegated. Like that's how much it would have cost oh, them. God. But, in that league, there's a shitload of money in that league, man. But they said they were like, "You're lucky that we have the owners we have because we can afford that." Like they basically yeah. said it, it would be a small setback to where if we had. By the way, I hope people are liking the Friday the Thirteenth soccer camera. But I'm, yeah. I'm listening. I it's hear a little more. smaller in the corner right here, <laughs> yeah. but that's because we got a fucking copyright strike for fucking for <laughs> Death Wish. Two reasons I think. Oh I, really? <laughs> I think I had it too big on the screen, but also Death Wish is on YouTube. Like they sell it on YouTube. Like NBC Universal sells the digital version of it. Death. So Wish. here's why we got a copyright. If you go to our YouTube video, they have you can buy Death Wish right underneath our podcast. <laughs> really? So my thing. Don't give us a strike. We yeah. we probably got people to buy your shitty yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Give us a couple hundred bucks. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know. That's how it all starts, right? You know. It's, we gotta start. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm almost willing to guarantee you, someone's like, "Hey, I just I bought Deathwish because I because I was able to because I listened to fucking Pezos podcast with that Kevin old Kellum guy. says he fucking goes to sleep listening to us. <laughs> The weird nerd way, the weird nerd conversations that we have. It's hilarious. So, Speaking of, of events, though. 
kid. Yeah. Speaking of events, I'm remembering I, I, where I'm at. I, I'm yeah. remembering where with, I'm at with, with, with the soccer story about how yeah. it's good, like the big deal of them st- of them staying up. Yeah, but go finish your no, talk. What no, you no, do? it's all good, man. I just. But there was an event this week called the okay. Republican National Convention. Oh, yeah. RNC. So essentially why it's good is because they stayed up, but it it's enough to where now the billionaire owners could really invest. Like yeah. th- when they first bought the team, when you first... That, is that the dude from fucking uh, uh, Sopranos as a younger version? That's him. Yeah, I yeah, think yeah. so. Yeah, it is. She's it, been in shit too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's. I'm sorry. That's a guy. Well, what's this is when he. This is when Jason first started being decap, like all dead and decrepit. <laughs> yeah, he started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. It was that face mask was a score when they got that mask. Part three that was, was when score. the mask happened, right? Uh, uh, no, part two actually. Part two, but but part three was 3D. <laughs> but that was the in 1983. There was 82, 83. There was this weird comeback with 3D movies. There were like four or five 3D movies in the early 80s, and uh, and that was. One of them, and you know, it was like you know, arrows being shot at you. You know, well, look, I mean, why oh, it was it? Jaws three every three. I think it was. Oh, she got it. it I is. think it's it worked right? out. Yeah. I think it worked out too to where when three D came Hunter. out, every part three was just rolling around. Like yeah. I bet you, yeah. they wanted him to do Jedi as as three D. You know, you know, you know, you know, was the, the director on that? Uh, David Lynch chose Dune o- over Return of the Jedi. <laughs> No shit. David Lynch was. was I mean, on the Dune's not a bad movie. It, it is. It, I, I Dune's actually more like cult, it, but it is so nerdy and bizarre. It's it's such. It's a like David Dark Lynch Crystal, movie. but with humans. <laughs> yeah, it's it's it's. I guess it's also a complete bastardization of the books. Like, they do not do it justice. They they talk because well, they're the epics. It's like a nine yeah, thousand page book, and you're trying to make this into a two two and a half hour shit movie. Like that needed to be TV shows. You know. Yeah. Exactly. Episodic. You know, and so it love a good episode elements of what I respect about Dune and what I respect about it is that when I think of like the pantheon of science fiction, like what, what's sort of the grandfather or the the German. I think it's Star Trek. I think it's uh, it's um, it's Space Odyssey. A and I also think here. it's uh, and I also think it's Star Wars. So it's Star Wars, Space Odyssey and Star Trek to me, are like very important in sort of the genre of science fiction becoming something bigger, you know, so. Uh, it, it, it was trying to be like a fourth leg of the science yeah. fiction realm, if that makes sense. Falling woefully short, but a very ambitious movie. It was trying very to be a fourth amb- leg, which was accompanying the third <laughs> leg, which was Crocious's burgeoning teenage dong with all these women in these movies. That was, I, as a kid, yeah. watching these horror movies was 90% tit. Oh, oh! When you saw breasts, you know it was a big. It's a big deal. deal. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you didn't. The access to pornography wasn't like it is now. I wasn't Dude, raised on porn. I came to porn late. I'm half know? and half. Late. I came to porn late, but when it came, it you came fucking hard. Came. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You came hard. Yeah, the damn burst, so to speak. Yeah, you know? dude. Yeah, I didn't. You know, it, it was whatever. It was. It was my mom. It, it, what's he gonna? What's he saying? Is that him? What? That looks like fucking old boy from fucking uh, Quantum Leap. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah, he's somebody. You gotta help me. I think he might have been in some soap operas too. Is she? My he's not the guy from The Sopranos. But he looks a little bit like him. No, we can figure it out. Yeah. I could look it up online. I mean, this is here. important. This is his. Listen, this is his high watermark. This was his Oscar-worthy performance. <laughs> these movies and these casts and like it was. I mean, I'm sure it was. A Let me fun, look and see know. what Roman numeral this is. So this is six, seven. Oh, oh god, yeah. This is more like this is oh, this is this the new like, blood. This came out like an eighty-eight. Oh, this is about the girl who's telekinetic. She's got like mind control powers. 
This is 1988. I was going to say, I knew it was 88. I could tell. So you saw this in the theaters. I didn't see this in the theater. Kevin Blair. Oh, oh he, Lar Lincoln, go. Lar Park Lincoln. Give him a, a good weapon, which is so unwieldy. You could get away from that. You really could. <laughs> I mean, th that's, you know. I think it's Kevin Blair. No. Yeah, what else was he in? He's a main character. Oh, just get up and run. Oh, yeah. no, wait. Dr. Cruz, Terry Kaiser. Was, was he in a, was he in some soap operas? Uh, let's see. He was in Emergency, Barnaby Jones. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah the he, Bionic Woman, Hawaii Five-0 oh, Mod. Yeah. He was Mr. Elliot in WKRP. Yeah, that's exactly what, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, I mean, he had some roles. I mean, he had some roles. He was in, you know, he wasn't ever a, a primary character. He's oh. worked up until 2016. Shit that you can't Wikipedia. He was in A Christmas Tree Miracle, which is a holiday film produced. I think that's like a, a Hallmark movie. Um, let's see the last like shitty. He was in Weekend at Bernie's two. These movies are not. He check this out. He's got a nice spot. Mannequin two. Weekend at Bernie's two. He's also in. Weekend well, he's at, getting it right he's now. He's Bernie Lomax. He's Bernie, dude. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, so he's Bernie. He's from, yeah, Bernie. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. So he had a. That's his. His claim to fame is playing a dead guy. Yep. <laughs> hey, I mean, that's some his, would say uh, that's the that's hardest acting Watermaker. job. He's. He could also say he's in seven, but from nineteen seventy nine. The movie, the movie, the show Seven from nineteen. No, it's a movie. It's a movie, but seven. he can still say he's in Seven, and people are like, "Oh, okay. really? Okay." <laughs> I was in the wrong Seven. He's you know, in a movie I'm called Six Pack. He plays Turk Logan in Six Pack. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm sure that that was nineteen eighty two. Yeah, yeah, that very much was an early eighties movie. You know? Surf Two. I, I like filmmakers. Did you do you remember Surf Two? No, I remember Six Pack. Yeah, you remember Six Pack? Yeah, I remember that. I, I never saw it, but I remember hearing about let's it. Let's figure. Let's figure this the fuck out. Well, I think there was a whole like uh, again. It was that era of movie. Kenny it, Rogers, Diane Lane, Aaron Gray. Aaron Gray was hot. She was the Ricky Schroeder's mom in Silver Spoons. Yep. You know, Buck she was, Rogers. Like, she was in Buck Rogers. She was like this disco queen. She. Lo I, I remember being young and being like, I am attracted to Aaron Gray. I am attracted to her. You know, being like ten years old and be like, yes. I am excited seeing Aaron Gray. <laughs> when race car driver Brewster Truth. Baker stops at a gas station, parts are stolen from his race car. Then, while in a diner in a small Texas town, he sees some people stealing parts from another car and chases the thieves. When the thieves' van goes into a river, Brewster rescues them and discovers that they are orphan children. The kids were stealing auto parts for Big John, the corrupt county sheriff, who jails uh, Brewster for breaking and entering... Larceny, resisting arrest, and speeding. After the kids help break Brewster out of jail, Brewster reluctantly takes the children with him. Eventually, they form a friendship and bond. The end of the movie, he kills them all, and he sells their parts. No. Uh, <laughs> features uh, real race footage from the 1982 NASCAR Coca-Cola 500 held at the motor Atlanta Motor Speedway and God. won by Daryl Waltrip, who didn't win a race again until fucking... Earnhardt died. I think when wow. fucking the Intimidator died, Waltrip wow. won the fucking Daytona 500. Wow. He was trash. That's proof that you could fucking be garbage at your profession yeah. and have a career. Michael Waltrip <laughs> is garbage. Well, I remember, no, Daryl Waltrip was a name. He was a bit of a name. What's interesting about that story, when, when I hear you, my, my mind kind of went off on kind of who the audiences are trying to appeal to. You know, with that, with that movie? It's like it's, that it, Savannah Smiles, like, well, it's fucking, also, it's like, like the robbers kidnap the kids, but they fall in love. But, but then they also, they're trying to tap into the uh, Smokey and the Bandit theme, too. 
kind of stroker race, you know, like a NASCAR cars. You know, cars were still sort of a dramatic thing in a movie. I mean, they still are. But like it was like, hey, you know, having a having a good like '70s gas guzzler that could go fucking 120 miles an hour that that was cool, you know, that that was a good thing to have, you know. So they were definitely tapping into that sort of uh, uh, part of society. Yeah. With that, but also, what a ridiculous plot, though. <laughs> They're orphans that are doing small crimes. Yeah, it's also it's part Walking Tall. Walking Tall was a big thing. Joe Don Baker, early mid '70s, was like you know a corrupt town, and he was going to take it on. Man, he was a man with integrity. He'd walk around with a, like I think a two by four. That was his weapon of choice. That's yeah, the like, rock, like hacksaw the rock Jim was Duggan. In the remake of that. Yeah, absolutely. Walking Tall, man. He had a he absolutely. It was a huge piece of wood. Uh, and he clears out a local mafia with it, basically. Yeah. The sheriff is, like, running the town. Uh, you would be shot is what would happen. Uh, you That's would back be... when a sheriff could run a town. Look, Alex yeah. Villanueva is one of the most corrupt people out here. He's a sheriff. And even he doesn't run the whole, like, county. Like, even yeah. he has to delegate his fucking... Court county's too big. His corruption. Yeah. You know what? The whole time... Because I, I fell in love with East L.A. today, guys. We went to a fucking march. Cool. I, I embraced my Chicano heritage. Good for you, man. But I love it. It made me feel like being in my grandma's backyard, but huge. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I was fantasizing. I immediately, I was like, you think Crocious would drive out here to record a podcast once a week? I, I, uh, I, I'd go to the East. I, I'd go to East LA. Um, well, because that's what because we were kind of laughing because it's not an undangerous area. Like, yeah, it's yeah. kind of like you don't want to be out there at night. But I was like, Crocious isn't that kind of white guy. I was yeah. I go. He would more not like how far it is. Yeah, like that, yeah, that yeah. I would have to convince him just because it's 15 miles away. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that would be the thing. It's like, ah, I don't want to go through that traffic. Yeah. You know, yeah, that would probably be the issue more than anything but, else. But you got to deal with that. But she doesn't want to move there because Alex Villanueva, it's a county. It's not L.A. Oh. So she was like, I'm not living anywhere where he's Because he's, he's such, he's terrible. Yeah, he's, and he's really he just bad. got elected. He's like yeah. just starting his term as sheriff. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it would be dope if you could be, if it was Deadwood. And you just fucking challenge him to a duel. Yeah. You blow his brains all over the thoroughfare. <laughs> and then you fucking, you get a new yeah, sheriff. You run things, you know. It's like, God, Deadwood, man. Deadwood is so good. Trump would love to do that. Yeah. To just yeah. challenge Biden to a duel. <laughs> you mean like Aaron Brain Burr and, and, and Alexander Hamilton? Yeah. You know. He loves that. That was the, that's my Having favorite part duel? of the musical. <laughs> He probably loves that shit. Yeah, yeah, having a duel, yeah, it would be preposterous. It's hilarious that people used to settle things that way. It's like, damn it, I can't do. You know, I think like, in we, Texas we, we, you can. We, still. We, we've come to loggerheads. Shit, we got to do this now. You know, it's like okay, Ooh, that was a, that was an eighteen hundred. Like in the eighteen in the seventeen hundreds, you came to loggerheads. No, I was like, God, you know, I, I got to deal with this son of a bitch won't yield. I know he's wrong. He knows I'm wrong. So I got to slap him with a glove. It, it, it's it's life and death now. And there was a weird honor to it. <laughs> you know, this weird, like the ego of that era, you know? Of Next, like we got my favorite one, which is Jason Takes Manhattan. Yeah, Jason Takes Manhattan's pretty into. good. It's pretty good. It's yeah, got a very, very, very good bone scene up top. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so with, uh, but yeah, but there was, you mentioned Trump. Wouldn't be a podcast without getting into Trump. Well, this was a big week for him. Uh, uh, he had yeah. the RNC. Yes. Yes. His boys murdered another black guy or almost murdered another black guy in Kenosha. Yeah. Well, and that's why we can even because you how far did you grow up from Kenosha? Because Kenosha is a suburb of Milwaukee, essentially. Yeah, it, it's essentially the midway point between Milwaukee and Chicago. It's a, but it's a little My, I've been there. My dad's friend lived there back in 1997. We went to Kenosha because I remember the Bears played the Packers and fucking the Packers 
rolled. Yeah, them. that's because they were the defending champion of the world. This might have been the year they yeah. won the first the yeah, first Super 96, Bowl, ninety six. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I remember my dad's friend was pissed when we first went there. We were talking about all kinds of sports, but he was like, "Yeah, we don't. We only get Bucks games out here." Like that blew my mind. Yeah, that he was like, he was like, I. He goes, the one thing I don't like about here is I can't watch Chicago Chicago sports. Yeah, he was like, we get all Milwaukee Bucks shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And Packer games. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. But it's, you know, it's a town of uh, almost 100,000 people. Uh, it's not close to where I went to high school. I, I was from the far northwest uh, side of the part of the state, and, and that's far southeast. That's right across the border. Maybe it's 10, yeah, Eau 15 Eau Claire's miles closer ahead. to Minnesota. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. But I have a personal connection because a good friend of mine, a comedian named John Springsteen, he and his wife moved up there, and they bought a house probably six years ago, I think, seven, maybe longer. Like they bought a, a big house, you know, and lived and lived up there because the cost of living was a lot less expensive. They they bought a four bedroom house for like one hundred and twenty five thousand dollars. They were able to do that, so they live up there. I've gone there a lot, and, and it's a, uh, you know, AMC. When there used to be four automakers in the country, AMC, you know, that used to be like Chrysler, Ford, GM, and then AMC made AMC Jeeps. Yeah, but like the Hornet, the Pacer. Um, you know, they had sort of uh, those types of cars. Yeah, the the Gremlin was an AMC car, but their big thing was the Jeep and Jeep products. You know, so they were all made in Kenosha, but that went belly up in the late '80s. And it's a tough town. Midwest is filled with a lot of towns like that, hundred thousand person towns that are just kind of hard on their luck. It's uh, one of my favorite Junior Stopka intros. One of his segues. He goes, "So I was doing a show over an." Empty factory, Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah it's pretty funny. And yeah, I'm just like, yeah. that's a perfect description of some towns in Illinois. Absolutely. So and, I was over an empty factory, Illinois. And that is, there are so many Midwestern towns like that. And Kenosha is one of them. It's, it's got a little bit of money. It's an Italian city. Do you very, think you know, that sort of drives the fucking, like, do you think that drives part of the racism out there of like, we used to be something? kind of thing you know uh, and now that i saw that there's black people that's what's different like i think people think like the the town sucks what's different oh yeah black people no i I think it's something even a little different than that Uh, there's always been people of color there's few places in in wisconsin that have a lot of black folks it's racine kenosha milwaukee little bit of madison and a little bit of below that's it man it's literally those towns and that's it it's very white state uh but kenosha's got some black folks it's probably 20% 20% black, 25 maybe. We could look it up to see. It's an old Italian city. Uh, Don Amici was from there, one of the brothers, Mortimer in, um, in, oh, yeah. in, in, uh, in Trading Places. Don Amici was there. Daniel K. Trevanti was from there. He was the Captain Furlow okay. in the Hill Street Blues. Jason Voorhees' exposed ribs <laughs> and spine. To Just to let you know that that is a dead man walking. <laughs> also, if you guys don't know, she's telekinetic, so she is moving stuff with her mind. Oh, so this is part carry. This is part carry. Yes. <laughs> They're tapping into all the greats, man. All the greats with the. Well, I think at this point they were embracing their like we're gar- oh, we're bad. Yeah, it's this is the beginning of like kind of like the you know bit Sharknado, a bit, a bit like uh, you know the ironic sort of deep blue sea. I think you know sort of not taking the material that seriously. You know? Yeah. Making it a wee bit. But the first one has Kevin Bacon, and that's when you know I, they're trying to. Be I was a real scared movie. shitless of the first one. Well, first they, Friday the 13th, it was Slasher. It's, it's got like a Jaws-type feel, too. You don't know who's doing it the whole movie. Yeah, as a movie, as a horror movie, it actually kind of works. These are ridiculous, you know. But uh, but yeah, but Kenosha, back to that. Uh, I, I've been you know messaging my buddy John over the past week four or five times, and he was just saying how 
says he's having a hard time concentrating at work. It's been a very bad experience, very difficult experience. He knew the kid who got shot. He knew him uh, from um, uh, from like work uh, through through the, the the kid with the uh, the skateboard. The, uh, skateboard Is he alive? Shot. No, he's he's fucking dead. He he's died. Like, he's one of the two guys who died. You know, so it's just. Uh, I don't the know, other it's... guy that died too, and this is what's weird about how things, how in, how fast information gets around. I guess the one dude who got shot, it was, it was the JoJo, he was like a pedophile. He was like he? a sex offender. Yeah, exactly. yeah. So yeah. there's people who were just like, "Good, good, you got it, man. Fuck yeah!" It's like, ugh, no, you're missing the point. A 17 year old kid went up and shot some people and killed them. It's like he didn't know he was a pedophile. That, you know, yeah, yeah. He wasn't like, yeah. It's like. Yeah, if you shoot random people as long as they, <laughs> if they have a bad crime record, then hey, you know, you get those the breaks. It's like no, 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 no. This is a bad thing that this kid went up there with an AR-15 and shot a couple. He people, traveled across you know? state lines. He's from Illinois. Did, is it true that I heard that? I guess some Christian group has raised a hundred thousand dollars for his legal defense fund. It's like, like to defend that behavior. I don't know. It's just. A, there, I mean, that law and order thing is definitely. Res- I mean, they're pushing that hard. It's going to resonate with some people. But-, but I think even even people on the right, dude, at that RNC thing, he Trump was all he talked about was he made it seem like the protesting is the problem. That he didn't yeah. mention any sort of police oh, shooting yeah. people too much. Well, no, because he he's, made he's, it seem like. It's the protesters that are the, the problem. He made it seem like one day these people just woke up and decided that America was bad, and now they're protesting. Well, and then there's also like rumors that no, they're getting paid, like they're professional protesters. Like no, I, I've been to a lot of protests. I've See, never that's made Alex a buck. Jones shit. That's the you know, crisis actor. Yeah, yeah, shit. yeah. I mean, yeah, that 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 is that that's one of the rumors. Well, they say that with what's his face, George Soros. You know, the, George Soros is to the right what what the Co- the Koch brothers are to the left. You know they think George Soros is like this Jewish million, you know, billionaire businessman yeah. who's like He's controlling the, the left. Party. You know, and like no, if there actually was a truly organized left, Donald Trump never would have been elected. Okay, so there's not a real what they call the left. And what the left really is, is are two different things. You know, what they call the left is someone who has some degree of critical thinking, just some iota of critical thinking, realizing what frauds they are. You know, the international crime syndicate that is uh, ruling the world right now and certainly, certainly, you know, not necessarily ruling, but, but getting there, getting to truly rule it. That's why he can't win again. If he wins again, it's pretty, pretty brutal. I, I, I you know, it could be ugly, but. I don't know. The, the initial I, would, polling I gotta data, say this watching that whole speech kind of. Yeah, I've always been cynical to politics. You watch the whole thing. Yeah. Man. Wow. But like the way he lies and just the way he frames things. It's like I feel like a pussy. It's like unacceptable. It makes oh. you it makes you want to be like this is insane. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. His voice is terrible. I mean, he, oh, he looks like he's shitting every time he talks. Yeah, it, it's the way uh, he cocks and does that. Like, yeah, yeah. Well, he's he's old man. He's an old man. Well, he basks. He likes whenever he talks. He he comes back and does that. Like, Ugh. like he's like basking and like yeah. Wait, can, like he loves the he the attention. Loves the attention of he it all, wouldn't. Yeah. That's why he needs to have people because he can't do it otherwise. Because if there's no people, he has to stay on point and there's yeah. no, he does. And and he knows how to play the crowd. Like yeah. when they yeah. start cheering, that's when he starts rambling about bullshit. Cause yeah. he's just like, oh, they like this. Yeah. Yeah. So now I'll just feed, you know what he did that was brilliant. And I was telling Alicia about this. He kept saying, he kept referring to things as it. 
like he'd bring up an issue and he would be like there's mayhem running the streets it's everywhere but we're gonna get it and we're gonna get it strong and we're gonna come at it hard and we're but what's it dude like what are you talking about yeah 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 no he just kept calling things it it's lowest here it's It's here it's here and we're gonna get it and and we got it like when he would talk about the economy we did this and we did it and we got it and we got it good and now we're getting this like what the fuck are you talking about dude yeah i i think it is appealing i mean obviously it's lowest common denominator it's going to just completely simplify it to like a serious like like a series of utterances it that oh and like i told you off mic he kept saying no seriously he kept saying the phrase the history of the world We've done this, and then no one's done that in the history of the world. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. Do you know what that means? He kept saying, "I I built the greatest economy in the history of the world." Don't you know about ancient Egypt? Like they had buildings made of gold. You know, I I don't know if they had that, but you know, something they had architecture. You know, and, and or like the Rothschild type bullshit. Yeah, That's yeah. like ancient wealth. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, you there's know. other economies of the past that yeah. <laughs> d- that fucking America dwarfs that type of shit. Yeah. If Atlantis existed, their economy was bigger than ours. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, no I, I think the point is, is uh, I mean, it is he is a, he's a promoter. It's what he's always been. He's a carnival oh, yeah. barker. He's a he's promoter. Don King. He, he, yeah, he, he's not a businessman. Certainly not a policy person. Uh, it's just, you know, to be at this time. And I mean, I. You know, all the polling I saw on 538, they go through six different polls, and Biden was leading by an average of 9.5% if you put the six polls together. The range was basically leading by 14 points in one poll and six on two others. So, I mean, and that's after the convention. And I think that that's a a polling that I have some trust in. I have some trust in. But still, who knows? You know, this election, these next two months will be weird. I'll, I'll be curious to see what he pulls out of his bag of tricks. Like what he's going to try and do, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, and that, and, and, and his, that's, he's still, he hasn't attacked yet. He's still got his, like, I think he's trying to attack whatever family is behind Biden and he's going to start attacking Kamala. Like they already questioned why she hasn't been married. And like, she only got married six years ago. Like I read an article of like, well, what was Cause an, she's gay or no, something or? of just cause no one, cause she can't get, no one gets along with her. No one's wanted her. Like they had an interview with one of That's her exes. That's such a weird part of like fucking. They had an interview with one of her exes, and the tone of it was like, "This is what one of her ex boyfriends had to say about why she's not fit to run the country." Oh, really? Yeah. Man, that, that yeah, I mean that that is. That's and real they're petty playing shit. It, That's what really they're playing shit. into too is That's like high they're school. attacking her as president because they know Trump even said it. This lady could be your president. Yeah. Yeah. So could Mike Pence, which is yeah. I think, even more frightening than fucking Trump. Also, another thing that's ridiculous that they keep playing on is that Biden and Harris are this puppet for the liberal left. <laughs> they're basically Republicans. Well, yeah, no, they're completely. I mean, yeah, they're the most moderate candidate you could have. You know, they know that that's that they're going to try to paint and him the as that, fact that you know? I think he he thinks he's turning liberals off. We're still voting. Yeah. Everything yeah. you're saying, people are aware of. Yeah. And I don't think and moderate Republicans hate Trump enough. Oh, I think he's him. lost that vote. Oh, oh yeah, absolutely. that's over. Yeah, I mean, he has his followers, uh, and and that's it. That's the core. That's all you need if you can suppress the well, vote. That, well, but enough, I think it's good. I think it's close enough. Like you said, right now he's about what 
how many like if the election was today would he lose yeah well yeah I mean, well according to the, again the uh, 558 they have six major polls that they do and then they had a blended average biden is still ahead by nine and a half percentage points like he's a, he's ahead of and you said he has to lose by more than five right well yeah you know what has to happen is uh is donald trump uh if if he can if he loses by five million votes or more or less he could still win the electoral college. It ain't just two point eight million. So he's got to lose by like six, seven, eight million votes. And they're trying to suppress the vote so hard in certain areas uh, that you know. I mean, it's a, it's a they're attempting to suppress that. But we'll see if they can actually execute it. There has to be a wave of people that come out and vote that overwhelms their attempts to actually stop it from happening. Yeah. You know. So, but you know that that's all part of the the the, the marginal analysis you have to do. You know. So, which is gross. He could lose by he could lose by four and a half million votes and still be the president. Here's what com- here that's the what I loved about the late Jason movies too is the mask reveal. Yeah, exactly. You get to see what he looks like. Yeah. <laughs> Where I think Trump can fuck up too is there's no way he's hiring analysis. He's not reading the trends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He just has he goes his up message. and he calls his shot. Yeah. He fucking. Yeah. He's Babe Ruth. He fucking. Yeah. I go up to bed. I point my back and I try and hit a home run. You know. Like, I think there's so many times where he probably has people give him a stack of papers of like, dude, if you say this, you'll win the election. And he's just like, no. Yeah. Well, you know, it's, it's well, I think if he put a mask on from day one, he would have won the election. Oh, yeah. You know, but I mean, he didn't and do that. He would have fucking it would have been the one time if he would have put a mask on and even bit his tongue and just treated COVID seriously. Not only would have he gotten reelected, but he would have saved lives. Oh, yeah. And, and yeah. it would have been the one time where the left would have had to go. Even Donald Trump took COVID seriously. <laughs> yeah, but but he's bungled it so bad. So bad. So bad. Uh, I think it, it's like you said, it's, it's ultimately even people on the far right are like, yeah, I my mother in law died of it. Or someone got it, and now they, their breathing capacity is cut in half. You know, it's like it's affected their life. It's been a pivot point in their life. Let alone the people who die. It's people who, whose health has been ruined. You know, so yeah. it, it's a uh, and and it. I don't see it, you know getting suppressed anytime. So I think it's going to just keep on. But they, they made the choice to ride it out. They basically just made the choice to ride it out to get to the election, and then to just hammer the law and order point, and and, and you know socialism. So they're going to just hit that hard. And, you know, he had Herschel Walker. I watched a chunk of Herschel Walker. That was another thing he did, too, is and I didn't even realize it until the end is he got as many black people as he could. Absolutely. To to speak. But but they speak such nonsense. They're all such out of touch people. No one knows who the fuck Herschel Walker is. (laughs) I remember because the only people who know who Herschel Walker is, is in the documentary about how you destroyed the United States Football League (laughs) because he fucking drafted Herschel Walker and made a splash and paid him a bunch of money. And that forged a friendship. And then he tried to take on the NFL, which was his point to begin with. And you realize Herschel Walker. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what the point was. Hirsch, because he wasn't allowed in the NFL because they knew he was he dirty. He was always bitter. It's, yeah, it's just yeah, like the yeah, presidency. Yeah. When Obama said, you can never be the president, he was like, well, I'm going to do it. Yeah. They flat out told him, we will never let you own an NFL franchise. Yeah, yeah. So he, that's so he bought yeah. a league, basically, because I'm sure when he invested in the generals, he fucking saved the league. 
Well, no, no, no. It was started with him. There were okay. a bunch of other owners. So he owned the Generals. Yeah, yeah the that, New, that was the, the New York Jersey presence. Generals. That was the New York, uh, the New York uh, uh, presence. You know, but but it was a guy named uh, Malcolm Glazer owned the Tampa Bay Bandits, and he he'd been around for the World Football League, and he learned a lot of the failings. And they said the USFL. Trump wanted to make it compete in the fall, and, and the USFL was like, "No, just keep doing it as spring for yeah. a while." And, and the USFL had good players. It was a it was a quality brand of football, but he fucking ruined that league, you know, because everything he touches, he ruins. I mean, he's not a good, he's a destroyer. He's not a a, a creator, you know. It's uh, it's pretty incredible. I mean, it's it's epic that this this f- a four time bankrupted businessman is leading this bizarre movement of people. I, I tell you what, I think I got a bot this week. I got a bot on my Facebook or some sort of thing. It was Richard Spencer endorses Biden, and I'm like, you know, you know, they're, they're that's not a bot. I've got it. It is a bot, but that's a real story. Now you, you know what it really is, though. It's it, it Spencer also said, you know, no, I think he's jumping on a trend. He's just. <laughs> He's just trying to escape the alt-right because he knows the alt-right troll thing has been foiled. It's been figured out. It's not popular. Yeah. Uh, social media's figured out how to combat it. They block yeah. immediately people that are harassing people. Yeah. So he's trying to get ahead of it and be like, it's tired. He's just trying to figure out a way to keep himself going. No, here, here, see, here's what I but think But if he's, he's voting for Biden, that's still that's that's where the place we're in right now, Crow, is even disgusting people like that. <laughs> you're just like dope. Yeah, vote for Biden. Yeah, but no, here's what I think is actually going on. Here's what I here's my theory. Here's my theory. Because I don't think he's really a Nazi. I think that was again <laughs> he's, him he's lot glomming on to what he thought was like clicky. He went to the University of Chicago, which is that, that that's enough information for you right there. Because people there are fucked. Having gotten a master's degree from there, I can say there are some crazy people. Leopold and Loeb are from down there. They murdered people. They thrill killed because they thought they were superior to other people because they, they're intellectually brilliant and Crocious, if we were making a living off this podcast, I would make us do a live video <laughs> music awards podcast. I would make you sit here because it would be your job. Hey man, yeah, I do it. It opens with the twin towers. That's not the image anymore. We're here into Jason takes Manhattan. That's been an interesting thing about you know they they don't look at the Batman logo, 1989. Yep, Central Manhattan. Absolutely, that 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 advertising campaign was huge. And well, yeah, they had, they had a billboard in Central and fucking (laughs) Times Square. It was huge in fucking Times Square. But no, here's my theory on Richard Spencer, is that he's earning right wing credibility. Because he's saying, oh, yeah, I support Biden because he's hoping to exceed and these, these Bernie clowns that are going to have to be forced to vote for, Bi- for Biden. They're, they're going to be like, you see, Biden's part of it, too, man. So we're not going to vote for him. So it's a way of like not getting votes to go for Biden because look at Richard Spencer's doing it. You know, I mean, that, that's how bad Biden is. And so maybe that plucks off 250,000 votes. <clears throat> so he earns respect and earns his credibility, his stripes, if you will, in the right wing pantheon of assholes, you know, Dinesh D'Souza and, and, and that gay dude who is. Is that guy out? Who's that one gay dude? Who's Stanley Tucci? No, no, no I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, that dude from uh, that Greek guy. Who, who was that Greek gay guy that was around four years ago? Was some? He was a troll. He would go speak at. He was a total contrarian. Oh, uh, fucking. Uh, what was his name again? Uh, fucking Milo Yiannopoulos. Yeah, Yiannopoulos. He's still like, around. But like that Milo, whole thing. Milo is on podcasts I listen to. Can I say something that might cost me yeah. some? I don't hate Milo Yiannopoulos. Uh, he's a turd. But he's funny. He really is yeah, funny. But but he's just he's such it's a just turd. a creepy funny. Yeah, he's a fucking turd. You know, it's just uh I am gonna needle you and just the whole need to be just a contrarian prick all the time is just yeah. I, oh, I, I 100%. Get it. I you know, I can only be around it for a one whole night. Yeah, yeah. I mean it, it's a difficult personality. And I like pushing buttons every once in a while. 
it's just like it's tiring. I, I want to have friends. I want to have trust between people. I don't want to be a, just intentionally inciting. I don't know. It, it's a, I mean, I have those fantasies too. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I've certainly cheered loudly for the Oakland days in in Fenway How about Park, them fucking know? A's right now, huh? Yeah, I, I, you said I love classic Crocious cynic, cynicism. I've been texting them. I'm trying to get them to watch this baseball season. The season's a month and a half long. God. He and the A's are twenty-two and ten or something like yeah. that. They're the best team in the American League. I'm trying to hype them up. I was like, dude, halfway through the season, they're the best team, and he's just like, it's so A's to be the best team during this meaningless <laughs> season. And I'm just like, holy shit, he can't even enjoy it. No, of course not, because it's dumb. So you're done with baseball, then, huh? I, I, I tell you what, man, it's crazy because I used to be a baseball fan. I was. I love the beginning of this. This is obviously the perspective of Jason coming back. Also, it doesn't. <laughs> is it not odd? Then we'll get into this baseball. The only sport that hasn't definitely considered mass cancellations and protest. It, it's just. It's not shocking that the whitest sport would be the only to where they're just like, no, we're playing. Yeah. We're gonna donate money on Jackie Robinson Day, but we're playing. Yeah, I tell you what. Here's another thing. Come on, man. These cardboard fans they have, can't they figure out some sort of weird like CGI? Well, they do. Some, some of them do, but they don't do it all the way. So Fox will do on the far shots. They'll have they'll put in the fans from the video game in the seats at Wrigley. They could do it especially because the seats are green, so it's yeah. like a green screen. Yeah. So they do that, but then they'll show the close up shot. Of them like at the diamond, and it's an is empty this arena. Peter Frampton right now or something? Probably been making out with. <laughs> I wanna fuck you. <laughs> this is a sex scene that Jason. They're takes not going to show no, but yeah, this is a good one though, because this is like, it looked like a modern girl to me. Like a lot of those old Jason movies are dated. It's kind of like watching a stag film. Yeah. You're just like, what the fuck? <laughs> Fucking Betty Boop st- over here. <laughs> a stag film. <laughs> We're going to go watch stag films at my bachelor party in 1965 with fucking... Who, who was the dude? Who was the the serial murderer got, uh, who was the clown guy? John Wayne Gacy. Yeah. That was part of his thing when he was in Iowa. He'd have guys over they'd watch stag films. That is definitely Peter Frampton or, you know, or they were going for well, it. I thought this was like two women initially. I was like, wow, they're getting kind of no. risque. What Believe is he me, unsure about? Homosexuality was not discussed in late 80s cinema very much. Just they were right around that yeah, Except for Heathers, maybe. Oh, <laughs> oh he's, he's telling the story. What murders? You don't want to know about it. Tell me. Forget about it, Susie. The guy's dead now. <laughs> Somewhere at the bottom of this lake, if you believe the stories. Up the, is it Jaws 2? So check it out. So his boat... Catches that cord, yeah, and the anchor severs it, and it's electricity. And the electricity brings Jason back to life. That's how. That's how that's science. That's how science works. It's how it would. Yeah, that's how you inject bleach. That's where I'll give it. Is if this shit was real, that is how you would bring a body back to life. Yeah, like if the idea, if the concept of bringing someone Brad back Pitt to life for this role too. By the way, they. Do you think they tried? They probably did. But go ahead. Um. No, I'm I'm letting him tell his story. Yeah, 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 exactly. That Jason came back to get even, vowing to kill every teenager in the area. Well, it's like Jaws. (laughs) It's turned into like Jaws. They do a lot of Jaws from even in the last one. There was a big. Forget about it, Susie. They're just stories. Fucking windows open. Hey. Bada bing! We're on Silver Lake. 
Oh, is that what it is? Lake Silver? What it is? Crystal Lake. Crystal Lake, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is a town in Illinois. Absolutely. Oh, there we go. It's energizing. Things are going to happen. Jason's, his lockers opening up. Remember when he died in the last movie? They threw his body right into the lake. He's getting energized. This is oh, so- yeah, they're souping him up, too. He's like a hot rod now. That's hilarious. Oh, yeah, doesn't he have like a, like a metallic mask, a metal no, mask? No, that's Jason X. They cut the boning out. Here what? They showed her boobs. They yeah. showed her boobs boobs in the original <laughs> one, guys. Hey, that was the closest I got to porn when I was like, a, I mean, like a teenager. A hundred percent. That's why seeing a magazine my dad like knew Playboy what I was, was like, oh my God. They know? knew what I was doing. So, um, sport basketball sat out two days in a row. Those uh, whining, sniveling baby. The Lakers <laughs> and the Clippers. Now, I'm giving information from another podcast, but I hear, so, none of the teams wanted to protest. Milwaukee did it because they're very close to Kenosha. Yeah. And then as the information started trickling out, the teams thought the teams thought Milwaukee was doing it as a political thing, but really they were just geographically close to where the like it was unsafe to have a basketball yeah, game. Yeah, 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 that night. Cuz people from Kenosha probably go to Bucks games. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. and it's also it's you know, whatever. You could it's drive. Close how, how, how far of a drive is it? Oh, it's, it's, it's 15 40, minutes. 40 minutes. Oh, okay. But I can tell you, uh, Mass and I were talking about this. Todd had to go into work today at Boss Bar because they were boarding up the bo- uh, the bars because of the, the riot they had there a His month ago. His boss got shot. Yeah. It's like, and these are like in like the near north side, like kind of respected parts of the town, you know? And, and it's, uh, it's he, crazy. He pretended to kill her as Jason. And then now the real Jason's going to kill her. Um, so the Bucks did their thing. And people thought like, oh, the Bucks are doing this Black Lives Matter thing. So then other teams are like, well, we're going to do it, too. We're going to do it, too. Oh. And then it caught complete fire. And uh, a couple players were like, we should cancel the season. So then they had the player-wide meeting. And LeBron James was like, we're fucking playing, dude. Yeah. Like, he kind of put his foot down. And I guess I guess most of the other players, a couple players were like, fuck you, dude. And then Udonis Haslam from the Heat said, if LeBron isn't playing, none of us are playing. So I think either yesterday or today, they had another league-wide meeting to see how people felt. Because it's a shitload of money. And here's what I think more it is. The Lakers and the Clippers are the only two teams that want to cancel the season. Once people found that out, they were like, well, those were the two teams that were going to win the title. Yeah. So good. Sit yeah. out. Yeah. Let's fucking play. <laughs> so I think there's probably of like, let them sit out. Like there's other, t- there's fucking yeah. 10 other teams in the playoffs. Yeah. I don't, it's a, oh, here we go. This is the, this is the, Hey man, what's going on? <laughs> he missed. Dude, you got to get out your window. Oh, he man. pulls it out of the wall and yeah, oh, he buries it in. Was that just a... You got me, man. Oh, it's just so dramatic. She runs by and his bloody hand is on the... Oh, he gets her. Of course he does. He buries that. He pushes that slowly into her. Gives her a slowdown. She hides in one of the compartments and he does the search around... And she's like, and he slowly opens it, and he just like presses it into her body. Oh yeah, and she gets it slow. 
just the tension, man. You got the you got the water, the reflection of the water there. It's very man. peaceful it's, night. It's artistic. No man. one else knows what the fuck is going on. The DP man, he's is a director of photography. Though it is. Yeah, <laughs> he probably the DP probably got and halfway through the movie, they're like, just direct it. <laughs> I, I mean, what do you think the budget for this was? Like one point. Like, I, I could I, tell you right. I'm gonna now. guess like I'm gonna say. $1.3 million was the budget. They probably got a little bit of money thrown at it. There were movies back then that were made for less. Oh, yeah. $2.8 million. $2.8 million. And it wow. made 19 Oh, shit. No. Nope. This movie? Wait. this That was the last one. Yeah, this is Jason Takes Manhattan. Let's go ahead. So it cost $5 million. $5 million bucks to yeah, make this? because they had to go to New York. Oh, that was okay. New York. Yeah, that was yeah. filming in Manhattan. Yeah. Uh, and then it made 14.3. It's enough. So even these back. movies see how he slowly put yep, it into her. Yep. Now he's about to board a ship, dude. That, uh, he's going to be a castaway. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> they don't really explain it, too. Like, <laughs> if, if the way they play it out, is it, how he gets it makes fucking... it seem like it's how they get to Manhattan. This it is makes filmed it, in Port, like north of Port, near Portland. No, well, yeah. Well, New Jersey, I think it's in. Well, yeah, but I think this scene, though, I think is actually, I don't think it's the East Coast. Oh. So the way they make it seem is he kills those people, jumps back in the water, lives down there, because he just ha he grabs onto the anchor of this big-ass yeah, boat. Yeah, and works his way up. And <laughs> a pen. Because she's a writer. She's going to, like, some school. <laughs> Sarah Lawrence College to do the some shit, but she's like a total V. She's a total V dog, total verge. Yeah, I have ever yeah. had. You have a real gift. This is porn quality. Acting. And if there's anybody that can make use of that pen, it's you. You see, this is show the writer. You're gonna do with this that. is my chance to show off as show a writer. Show me what you're gonna do with that pen, Marie. <laughs> like being Dang. a writer and saying, "Hey, I gotta write this script. I gotta make a living." Russ Meyer movies in the '60s. Do you know who Russ Meyer was? Take that pen out of the box. <laughs> he inspired oh. like John Waters. They were, he made these chop house movies that were like yeah, uh, I've heard like that name. Movies. I've heard the name. In the '60s, he was huge. You know, Hugh Hefner used to hang out a lot. He would put these women with gigantic breasts and they would murder people and stuff. They, he, he empowered these women. Faster Pussycat, Kill Kill. They're like a they're like a, a a small uh, Italian uh, sports club, whatever a, a motocross or driving team that goes out in the desert, and, and they run across these guys and they they murder they murder this one guy, you know. So it's like, but the point is, he, th that's like the quality of the acting. The, the screenwriter for that would basically be uh, he'd give him a bottle of booze and just put him into a hotel room and he'd write a script in, a, in like a weekend. <laughs> He would just crank out a script in a weekend. I wish I had that capacity, you know, to be able. I to, mean, you like, do. That's the, that's the you just have other this. shit to do. Yeah, it's true. Also, that was back. The reason I don't, I kind of take away credence to those stories is back then it cost ten dollars to rent an apartment. <laughs> like you could live in squalor. Yeah, yeah. Like rent was even for that time. Yeah, rent the cost of living used to be outrageously low yeah like yeah. in this in the 70s new york well 70s new york <clears throat> was still expensive although you could you could live the, the, it's like uh, 150 bucks a month for a little fucking garbage fucking yeah, murder room it, yeah it was also like the fucking city had completely just fallen apart but still yeah, you could live yeah. you could sit in a fucking murder hotel room and punch out hey, fucking mean you, streets my, for my, fucking my, <laughs> yeah exactly yeah if you if you if you got like fifty thousand bucks or seventy five thousand yeah. bucks you know it's 
I uh, <laughs> I paid two fifteen a month for rent in, in Chicago in nineteen ninety two when I very first moved there. Two hundred and fifteen bucks a month, six hundred forty five bucks three bedroom. I'm drinking non alcoholic beer by the way for the people watching that know I don't drink. I don't really. It's okay. Enough. I have not relapsed. No, yeah, you're good, man. You're good. Although I think this would be a time where some people probably have. I, th- I think this has been a. Uh, it does a placebo time. me a little bit. I oh, don't I like feel sober. Like I, I kind of feel a little looped yeah. after I drink a couple. But I then like it, it goes away quick. You quickly realize, yeah. like, oh yeah, it's fake beer. Exactly. It's not beer. Kevin Hogan doesn't think thinks they shouldn't call it beer. <laughs> That's you something know? a snobby beer guy would say. <laughs> yeah, he's probably right. But yeah. Oh, he's got a point. He's I got a hundred percent has a point. I just like to I like to argue with Kevin constantly. But with the um, um, uh, so back back to Trump and the RNC. Any other insights? Yeah, because they kept saying it. We're gonna take um, care of it, and then it will be addressed. You know. Well, more like I've been saying, if he finally almost did it, what I've been theorizing, he's complaining about these protests and about how there's fucking blood and violence running rampant in the streets and look what look what america's like right now yeah and even people are like now everybody has saying something i've been joking about of like you're this is happening under your watch on your watch exactly there's exactly. video of you saying you're the ultimate authority well he's taking and no you responsibility have total power. He, he just dismisses systemic racism it's not even a thing it's not even a thing but i'm not even saying sy- yeah. systemic racism i'm saying why aren't we whipped into ch- into shape? If you're this big law and order guy, you've been president for the last four years, and and this and your cities are falling apart. Yeah, and you can't just blame these liberal mayors because you you have you've said on multiple occasions that your authority's final. Yeah, so shouldn't you just have to call these people and yeah. tell them not to allow protesters because yeah. your authority's final? Yeah, yeah. Well, it also it just shows it's showing holes in his fucking game. Absolutely. Well, of course, absolutely. Well, it also shows the holes in the, what the federal government really is and what it can I'll actually a, do. I'll use a pro know? wrestling term. It's exposing his business. He's exposing his business. He's showing the world that, that it's fake. Yeah. Who did that as a wrestler? Uh, there's a famous wrestler. It was in the eighties. There was a, the first wrestling documentary with a wrestler telling you the secrets behind it Okay. about like the plan finishes. They blackballed yeah. him from wrestling. Like that was back when you didn't fucking break kayfabe. <laughs> and there's even other documentaries. Like there's this dude, Jim Cornette. I listened to who I brought up. He like any wrestling documentary where they show the behind the scenes. He's just like, fuck that fucking exposing. Really? Yeah. Yeah. You, hardcore wrestling people. You don't expose the business. Yeah. Because yeah. then that, that's the whole point. Dusty Rhodes sold an, a le- broken leg outside of the ring. He broke his leg, kayfabe, like in the ring. Yeah. So in his real life, he wore a cast on a non-broken leg wow. for however long he would have needed to, <laughs> to sell it. Yeah. Every night, you had a couple few people, like hey, wherever you drank, because all those dudes drank at bars. Yeah. <laughs> the bartender knew to play along. Ric Flair. Like even people, even people that were smart to it, though, yeah. knew to fucking play along. Yeah, because back then, if you didn't play along, they would take you behind the bar and beat the shit out. Yeah, of you yeah, and, kick the and shit be out like, "Dude, yeah. you're that. This is my livelihood." Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, if they find out I'm not a heel, I'll <laughs> break your fucking arms. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was raw, raw entertainment. You know, it's 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 amazing. But you're saying Trump is doing that. He's exposing his business. He's exposing his business. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, there are holes in it, but you know. His, he's got his hard tell, like like yeah. whenever you watch a wrestling match and you see someone do a move and you're like oh he didn't punch him like 
you can tell he didn't like yeah. when someone does a move bad and you're like, oh, that looked fake. Yeah. Like that's what his speeches are. Yeah. You're well, exposing your business. Well, I, I hope that enough people see that. I hope they do. You know, I mean, I think I think you're here's the thing about it. Hillary's not running. So it's not this hated opponent. That's a major reason why he won, obviously. Yeah. A uh, lot of people even don't because even my uncle is like going hard on Biden, smelling people's hair and shit. But the dude you like has legitimately raped women. Oh, yeah. And not denied it. Oh, I know. He's I know, just yeah. called the women pigs. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's, you know, he's whatever. He's a fucking awful human being. So, but, but, but he's brought no one else to the table. He's brought no one else to the party. You know what I mean? Yeah. You either like him or you don't. And so he's got enough of hardcore followers that he's, he's going to always get those people so that they can suppress enough of the vote, but they got to try to get those folks to go out and vote themselves. And that may not happen. So if they suppress the vote, they'll do it in obviously minority areas and, and in the battleground states to try to make that possible. Uh, but also, there's going to be people here. that don't vote on his side. That guy was a veteran character actor. He was in a bunch of stuff. So I think she's from. That's the Pacific Northwest. Northwest. She's had a rough life, and this. Yeah, he's her legal guardian, and he's like, she shouldn't be on this boat. Oh, she's she's going to be a she's going to be a weird, crazy PMS. Oh, oh, so they're setting that up. Like, is it her, Jason, doing things? Well, no, no, she's not the mind control person, but (laughs) it's definitely setting up that he doesn't want her there. That like, that's your villain. Yeah. So we'll get a good death. Oh yeah. (laughs) Is this fucking? These actors are hilarious. And that guy is the fucking Michael. He's the love interest. (laughs) Oh, okay. So that is the the captain's son. And the guy with the, with the bad haircut? Yeah. He wants him to fucking drive the ship because he wants him to take over. So he's giving him a sexton to like, you're going to drive the boat on this trip. And he doesn't want to do it. Oh, oh wow. So it's, it's like him like becoming a man, you know, like. Oh, they got those goddamn computers that do all the work for you. <laughs> These damn computers. on a plan of departure, Captain. They're like they're like twenty years old. They wouldn't do that no. unless they, they, they've like been on boats like a couple hundred times and they've done it. You know what I mean? Like, okay. How about we uh, start up the engines and come around one hundred and eighty degrees? He doesn't do Are it. Getting right. something, Mister? The anchor. No, he salutes. Um, it's the salute. Oh. Or is it the horn? Send out the international maritime signal. You can rape a girl now. Warning other ships. We're not bound by law. <laughs> yeah, the laws are different out there. I think Luke Perry read for this too. Luke Perry read for this role. Oh, he's mad. That made him mad. Yep. You're embarrassing me in front of my friend, man. Dad, why'd you do that? That didn't seem hard at all. Okay, here, here he is. Oh, making his way up. Like he was breathing underwater. He was walking <laughs> he to the bottom amphibian. of the ocean. He's, uh... This voyage is Listen, moving. kid. Jason Voorhees is here. That's it. that's the Pacific Northwest. That's not the East Coast. Yeah, there's no mountains on the Yeah, yeah, exactly. Of that statue. It's supposed to be though. Yeah, exactly. Where it's wherever Crystal Lake is. Lazarus. Go dance and party. We're on a boat. That's really old. <laughs> We're on a boat that's old. Um, 
I tell you what, uh, I like being on a boat, but I get seasick. You know what, I get man? Seasick. I think I would too because I get car sick if I'm reading and shit. Yeah, yeah, and then like the shadows and lights. I'm not. Yeah, I'm yeah. not great on super. Like I drove from Texas to Chicago one shot. Ooh, yeah. It took twelve hours. Yeah, and by the ninth, tenth hour, I was like, I had to lay down. Yeah. Yeah. Just because you get mesmerized, you get tired of looking at things yeah. going like this yep. next to you. You yeah. want to see some sort of not moving ground. Yeah, contrast to that. You know, yeah, absolutely. I, I, I've been on boats several times, not a lot, but but twice I got seasick on a catamaran. I think I told that story before. And then the when I was in Mexico, catamaran to, sounds like something you'd have a glass of wine on. <laughs> it's a goblet. On. That's what Robert Plant used to drink when uh, you know Jimmy Page would noodle away on his solos and when they were recording Led Zeppelin albums. He would, Robert Plant would go sit in a corner and drink wine out of a goblet, you know. But uh, yeah, that's what it was, man. <laughs> that's what. It so yeah, was. I, I, th- I think he's exposing his business. That that I mean, we'll see. I mean, I, I'll, I'll see what he tries to pull. I, I could see there being a, a couple of shootings, maybe you know, just to rile it up again and see yeah. what happens. He'll play that angle like like in late October. So but what know? this finally did so You're gonna come with me. I'm gonna I'm gonna put this down. So to know? give people a quick sequence, we've kind of been all over the place about it. Yeah. Uh in Kenosha, cops shoot a black guy seven times in the back while they have him by the shirt. Uh they had him pulled over. They were tasing him. He was resisting arrest, but who gives a fuck? Yeah. You should have other ways of subduing a guy. Yeah. They say he was going for his knife, but I don't see why he would have a knife in a car with children. Yeah. Uh, maybe he did because he's a bad guy. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like yeah, how the people yeah, say. Exactly. Um, well, blacks will do that. So they shoot this guy. He's not dead, but they still in Kenosha have a pretty hardcore set of protests. Yeah. That got, they started lighting shit on fire. I'm of the mindset that that is not violence. I don't think it's violence to burn things down. Yeah. It's yeah. destruction of property. Yeah. But it's not unpeaceful. I don't think that's unpeaceful. It's It's unrest. Yeah, but you're not. That's not a violent act. Oh, they would claim it is. They're going to come after you now. You know. Well, what like, about burning crosses in people's yards? Yeah, I know, is exactly. that not violent? I know. I know. I know. You know. Doc Rivers made a good point. That's like, not just a threat. Doc Rivers. When, when, when he made a, when, he, when he talked about you know when all those people uh, went to Michigan and stuff and all those uh, you know were basically you got to open uh, open up the states and they were spitting in cops' faces. You know, and like nothing happened to them. Yeah, you know, Doc Rivers said that. You know, so, so during these protests, this little dipshit kid from Antioch, Illinois. Are these hipsters from today? Oh yeah, no. Well, this yeah, is probably. how hipsters dress from today, right? Oh, she's a hair metal girl, and well, she's yeah, she's Joan Jett. She's trying to film a music video on this boat. I got a dweeb, Wayne. She's not interested in you. Only what you can do for her. She is. I like her eyeliner. But obviously, that, that, that this is like this is how a hipster dresses now, right? Oh yeah, totally. I mean that that shirt and stuff. I don't get I don't get the weird thoughts that pe- the hipster generation has about the late eighties. It doesn't it's make not, any sense to but me. But here, the thing, Crocious, is not people don't. It's the style. They don't give a fuck about the politics. It's not them being well, like isn't the politics. But nobody thinks the eighties was cool. They just think the cools were the clothes were cool. They were not. They were not good. The styles were not good. <laughs> Um, I'm gonna put my foot down so, on this one. Okay. So this little dork. Oh, I agree with you. <laughs> no, no, so this little good. dork goes from Antioch to the protests in Kenosha. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I still think it's unclear what led to him shooting the first guy, but he shoots a dude in the head. Yeah. Um, still maintains he was defending himself. Then after he kills the one guy, gets pursued by a group of people because he just killed a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
and they uh, try and take him down. This dude with a skateboard yeah. tries to hit him. The kid falls on the ground, turns around, sits on his ass. First, he shoots a guy while he's falling. Yeah. And then he turns around and shoots the guy with the skateboard in the chest. Um, and one of those guys lived. Yeah. And so then he just walks away. And and there's even footage of him, yeah. like the cops being like, oh, we appreciate you being here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to understand those counties up there, boy, in Racine and Kenosha, when you go into the western part of those counties, it's hardcore Tea Party. Hardcore Tea Party. I mean, you know, their ground game in the upper Midwest has been very good. Militia, I mean, dude. The, the, the upper Midwest is like the fact that it's turned into like it's really like a crossroads or kind of the battleground of the of the narrative in the country right now, which I find to be interesting. It's not like south and north like it used to be. It's like the upper Midwest. They're trying to pluck off traditionally more Democratic leaning states and, and they're being pretty successful doing it, I think, you know, so those states have become relevant. But those areas are there's I mean, my friends who live there say that there's been a bunch of armed white guys just walking around the street streets and stuff and frankly they said they don't feel very safe with that it doesn't make them feel safe it makes them feel uncomfortable you know because they don't like seeing heavily armed people just walking around the streets you know it's not a it's not a pleasant moment you yeah know? so it, it's, um it's tense they uh so is that helping uh, i don't know is so it? this kid kills these guys then there's protests because of that yeah so so after, it kind of cascaded it yeah it, so it, it's had a life yeah, yeah so after that happened uh the nba sat out like i said earlier it trickled like the bucks sat out yeah because of the geography then everybody kind of did it then a couple baseball teams sat out in protest the nhl sat out in protest i loved it because for so long all these racist people have played the any sport that gets political well i'm done with you yeah so i like that for once every single sport even mlb i criticized them for not canceling games yeah they all still mentioned it yeah. And the Mets, they feigned a moment of silence and then they walked off the field. Yeah. Um, so it was a moment where you got to laugh because every major sport did it. So I got to see people swear off sports. Yeah. Where they're yeah. like, I'm going to watch soccer. Yeah. Well, they kneel for Black Lives Matter. <laughs> Second of all, we don't want you. Yeah. <laughs> also, I got some fan groups where I could show you some fucking Nazi fan groups in Turkey that you could be a part of. of. You go yeah. fucking root for Shakhtar, you yeah. fucking fascist. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, yeah, it's interesting. I mean, I, you know, I mean, there there seems to be in its own way there is a resistance. It's and it's been there for the four years of his presidency, and it's manifesting itself. There's a resistance going on. I right mentioned now. on Facebook. Black Lives Matters is a fundamental part of that resistance. I mentioned on obviously. Facebook that this is the because everybody's saying just play sports. We don't watch sports to be political. Well, that's the point this time. I okay. Think okay. I, the, the, then the, then let's not have. I the, posted uh, on anthem. Facebook though. I understand you the concept of of entertainment is your escape from reality. I get that. My life yeah. is built on that. Yeah. I grew up in a disastrously chaotic household. Yeah. Broken from the time I could remember. Yeah. Most of my family are alcoholics or drug addicts. It's yeah. always been arguments. There has never been peace in my house. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, dude. So, I don't mean to laugh. I, 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 get, I think I relate. So yeah. I understand escaping. Yeah. I understand needing to bury your head in something yeah. and delude yourself. Yeah. But maybe we shouldn't be allowed to do that now. What, Maybe yeah. the idea of the athletes doing it is them being like, no, you don't get to you don't get to not pay attention. Yeah, we don't like we're not going to take your attention away from this. Yeah. You need to. We all need to watch this. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, like the, when the, your the, teacher would make you watch a garbage movie that you were like, this is a part of your grade now. You have to watch this stupid ass <laughs> like 
just that that's what you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. It's I've said this before. The best thing about Trump, the best thing about Trump is he has forced an otherwise apolitical culture to actually have an opinion, to actually pay attention. I mean, this country is not, you know this, I've told you a million times, you know how many first dates I've ruined by talking about politics? Don't yeah. do that. Don't talk about politics with a woman on the first date. They don't want to hear that. They just don't. But it's an important thing to me. It always has been. So what's going on right now, I, I know it's always been there. There's a willful intent to exacerbate it right now, to rile it up, but by, by, I think, by the people at the very top. They want to do that by making inflammatory statements, you know, and it's just, it's horrible. You're messing with people's emotional lives and, and their, their quality of life, and, and some people are going to die as a result. So I, I just think, God, from this point on, when the election goes on, then if he loses and doesn't leave, I don't know. It, it's just these next four months are going to have a lot of things go on, I think. I think it's going to be a good cherry on top for a pretty shitty year, I think. That, that, that's my impulse. What, yeah. what do you think? Yeah, I think so. I think this was the final straw for a lot of people. I think there's even people who like Trump who just realize that he's popular in rural America, man. Yeah, he really is. He really is. He's popular in rural America. You get there out we the go. Here, this listen to her music. Look at her. She's like, I tell you what, I kind of like those bangs. But I got to admit, an eyeliner on a woman, I kind of find it sexy. I do. I got to admit it. She's just in a fucking steamy ass fucking room. <laughs> Gonna make my songs in the engine room. <laughs> I mean, they would. This is like the music, you know, they try to tie into it a little bit. Who's this weirdo? Oh. There's one. Hey. He's a, well, that's he's the a, guy who told him this cruise is doomed. There's yeah. always a crazy guy telling you yep. what the fuck is about. It's, yeah, I think I told there you. There was always the lingerer who was like, they, there were kids killed there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. In My Bloody Valentine, 20 years ago at the prom or whatever. There was always like some some backstory that an old guy has. But also... Uh, yeah, that, that that that's always a key fundamental part of it, man. Absolutely, you know, yeah. having that guy. Well, I I got a buddy who's done some sailing trips. who has gone out in the Atlantic Ocean and stuff. And like, they always have an old time guy on the ship who like can always like tell the story. This is nothing like '67. Like you you want to have that guy to kind of calm your nerves when you're in rough seas. Like that's kind of the value of the old experienced sailor is he's seen it all and he can say, Oh no no no, we'll be okay. Like he's able to sort of like yeah keep things in line. You I know, once but, slept in the eye of a hurricane. You know something and I survived it. We did. We lost a couple of people, but hey, we didn't lose the boat or the vessel. You know, it has to be that guy, right? Ooh, look that's at how, the that's what I project pants. into Look it. at those high-waisted pants. That yeah. is so 80s. Uh, you know, I got this dog be... survives. I'm just going to spoil it right now. God, believe me. The dog. The tension. How dare you, Keith? <laughs> the dog, her, and the dude who is the son of the captain survive at the end. Oh, oh, oh the Bo Peep, bad hairstyle <laughs> guy? No, you know the guy who walked out on his dad? Oh, that guy. Mad. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Yep. They all survive. Yeah. Well, you want to have a dog win. You know? Well, he kind of, you think he, uh, at some point, he like jumps out off the boat. Like the boat. he's about to die and he jumps off and you kind of think like, well, that's it. Like this dog's going to drown. And then he. Does he no, come back at the end when it's all resolved? Yeah. He, oh, Skippy. He basically, you know? what what happens is, is they lose him when they, because they go to Manhattan. They have to run away. They dock in yeah. Manhattan. <laughs> And they lose the dog in New York City, like fucking taxi driver oh, in New yeah. York City. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then he like wanders his way around and like at the very end, 
you, he pops up. He yeah. like knows where they are. Yeah. Petey. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And then they walk away and they do their crane shot. <laughs> and it's all resolved. Yeah. I like it. That works for me. Well, you want to lead that into a break? Yeah. Yeah. Right about I want to get another near beer. Another near beer. Get a near I want to go beer. a little more of the RNC. We'll talk about that. But you're right. Yeah. Your, your point about, you know, people have to pay attention. They, they have to pay attention. have an opinion. I mean, it's in its own awkward, difficult way. The people have to have a voice, you know, and so. This is what it is. This is the state of the country. I mean, it's revealed a lot of the ugliness, you know, and, you know, it's always been there. I'd like to think that there's a possibility of something better Ooh, there's coming there's girls afterwards. watching. Yeah, I'd like to think that this could be an improvement afterwards, but I don't know how hopeful I am about that. I, it's whatever. I mean, it's a fraying of things. Yeah. And, and there's certain wounds that are in that. How does that kind of it's heal? It's a real you know? evolution of like, you know how there's the like enlightenment era? This is the de-enlightenment. Yeah, yeah. Or so, yeah, there's something where... Some, and that's where I think, and I, I feel douchey you know? saying this, but I think this is the one time where comedy is kind of irrelevant right now. Yeah, Like, well, I almost think it's kind of insulting to the situation to just make jokes. Like, I'm all for yeah. making jokes about it. I've done it this... Yeah, like, yeah. But I really do think there's merit in getting annoyed by it. We're yeah. like, this isn't just George Bush being dumb. Yeah. Like, yeah. there's real problems. Yeah. yeah like, absolutely. there's a guy in the White House that can really fuck shit up. Yeah. Yeah. Who's who's uh, unstable. Who's unstable. You like, know? there's and a show about Kelsey Grammer being the mayor of Chicago, and the plot is that he's got dementia. Yeah. But they want to keep it under wraps. So it's about him running Chicago, but he's legitimately losing Starting to his lose mind. His mind. Yeah. I think that's happening to Donald Trump. Yeah. I mean, you know, I'm propping him up, you know, and, and like, again, think of the people who are around <laughs> him. It must be such a weird collection. Family is certainly there, I'm sure, because because Jared Kushner and Ivanka want to rule the world. They're I mean, doing they're, a little bit of that at the RNC, huh? A little Coke? A little bit of that. A little booger shit. Oh, yeah. Late 80s, man. That was the drug. How about Kimberly Guilfoyle talking about how L.A. is a fucking <sighs> cesspool of running. I've been taking videos walking home being like, look at all this murder in L.A. Look at all this rampant murder. Oh, yeah, yeah. Needles. Yeah, it's been fine. It's exactly. beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I went to a protest today, a, a march. Uh, yeah. And it was, I, I, it was so like, even okay, the, you feel energized by it. Did well, but I'm it? saying I mean, the yeah. area, like you think you're How going, many people were there. You think? Um, we kind of were on the, we kind of went around it. We did our own. We like, we went to it. So I would say I saw about a hundred people throughout okay. the thing, but we were, we avoided the big crowds. Yeah. But there was larger crowds though. Right? Like we went yeah. to the bar where he got shot and then we, we wanted to get some food. Yeah. So we went, we were like, well, we'll walk along the route, the march yep. route, and then we'll meet them or we'll, we'll just meet up with them at some point. Yeah. And then we ended up just walking to the park that it ended at. And then when we got to the park, it seemed like it had, that they had like one around us that yeah. they took like, and then I also think we could have flipped it though. I think it might've ended where we started. Oh, okay, cause when okay. we first pulled up, we saw all these people at the park. And then we we went like where we thought it started. So oh, okay. I'm thinking where we started is where it ended. So we kind of went opposite. <laughs> okay, you flipped it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But we still saw everything. So we saw about a hundred people along the way. But yeah. you could tell even everybody doing stuff. There were people that were like putting shit in their trunks. Like you could tell everybody in East LA was getting ready to do something associated with this yeah. march. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's 
That I mean, it's interesting, man. But I it's mean, just it's, a nice area because you think when you tell someone, "Oh, I'm going to a march or a protest in L.A.," they assume like, "Oh, you're wearing a gas mask and you're going to go loot and no, shit." But no, like, no, no. I mean, it was peaceful enough to where it made me want to move there. Yeah, like I was just like, I want to live here. Yeah, yeah. Because you can probably rent a house for the, what you can rent an apartment for out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm sure it's probably yeah l- l- less the cost of living. Seventeen hundred bucks, you can rent a two bedroom house or something like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'll be. Uh, I'll be curious when my lease expires. I'm be looking for a less expensive place. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. So we'll lean into a break here. Yeah. Let's do that. Uh, yeah. Subscribe to the channel here. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you listen. Yeah. We'll be back. Keith Pazel's podcast. had to film a movie it, it wouldn't even look this good <laughs> it wouldn't even be in this category that, that's how i have no sense of the visual medium of where to set up shots and lighting and you know how to create attention on screen i would have no idea how to do that none zero not a single fucking clue how to do that <laughs> i'm gonna help you ready yep all right we're back had to charge the phone again. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to work that out. I'm gonna make sure we have to make sure we're at a hundred percent. Yeah. When I start this, exactly. Or I could just get a camera. Hello, to record it. Hello, yeah. Larry. We're we're at the climax of fucking Jason takes Manhattan. Here. Yes. It's a key moment. Who's gonna survive? Well, the black guy made it this far, so you know they were getting a little progressive. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. He's yeah, usually that, that, the first one to go. Exactly. That was always brother ain't gonna work it out. He was the first one to get killed. Really. You know? That's what they call that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the early 90s, brother ain't going to work it out. It was him getting killed early on in a movie. So That happened in The Relic. Remember The Relic took place in uh, Chicago? if this horror movie thing they got going is related to the Video Music Awards. Because they're playing, they're they're doing Friday the 13th Part 1 after this. They're completely bypassing. Oh, are they going back to the original? Yes. Oh, they're going to have the original after this? Yeah. Wow. They're completely bypassing. I'm excited. Jason Goes to Hell (laughs) and... Fucking Jason X, which is where he was in space. Isn't Jason X like the last one? Well, yeah, and then they did Freddy versus Jason, and then they did the reboot, which came out in 2013, which actually isn't bad because yeah. it, they acknowledged the like it's it's a reboot, but it's him like in current times. Yeah, like it's they it's kind of even just a related to Freddy versus Jason a little bit, but they do it well. I remember watching it and being like, this is a tolerable reboot. Yeah. It's not a great movie. Yeah. But that was even my argument. A lot of people tore that movie down, like the remake of, and I was like, yeah. the first one was bad. Yeah. <laughs> you just have you're remaking, for yeah, it. Yeah. You're, you're making Friday the 13th. It's, yeah. This is not a good franchise. If anything, it's better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's an improvement on a shitty product. You know, there's no place to go but up, you know? Yeah. I, Friday the 13th, when I was a kid, when it came out, it was a revolutionary movie. It, it wasn't revolutionary, but it was groundbreaking. Uh, the, the the slasher genre was very much kind of part of that. There had been attempts at the slasher genre before that, you know, but it, it definitely was like that and like My Bloody Valentine, which came out in 81. I'm not going to change it. I used to love horror movies on. back then. When I was like 10 or 11 years old, I, I think I liked horror movies back then because my life was so horrible that I was able to project into it. <laughs> See, this is the problem with... It wasn't escapism. It was actually realizing the horror I lived in. This is the problem with... The streaming is 
the the amount of channels hasn't changed in decades. Yeah. Like that's not something that's changed, but BET plays four movies. They play the barbershop movies <laughs> and they play everything Tyler Perry and then look Martin, 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 Martin. Yeah. Martin. Martin man, Martin was a big show in the nineties. Like Martin the, Lawrence was a was a streaming has affected cable so hard because when sh- shit goes to Netflix or shit goes to a company streaming service, it then counts for whatever TV channel they own too. Yeah. So whatever good movies BET used to play, they don't anymore. Yeah. Because it's on Netflix and they can't. Yeah. Like, I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. No, I, I see what you mean. You know. <laughs> That would be my. I hear your beef. That's my presidential stump. I, I, I hear your beef. Run, run on that. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, so Dude, I don't think we really here? wrapped you know, up. You know, we, I love a fucking Hallmark movie. Yeah, you can get into more RNC stuff. Yeah, I don't yeah. give a fuck. We're yeah, back. They, here we go. We're here we're gonna do. Oh, is this her first time being kissed? We're gonna do. Ooh, I love a good fucking air text. Let's see what the info is here. Uh, a novelist suffering from writer's block and a chef recovering from a bad review share a French villa for the summer. Ooh, I'm in, dude. They're just, they're just trying to deal with their issues together and they fall in love. They fall in love and he's a chef. That Look how fucking him. strapping he is. I mean, yeah, yeah, he's a handsome man. You know, Let's he is. a little fucking dialogue. Jessica's a real friend. She will be there when you get back. She helped me do a little digging over here. Is that his daughter? Yeah, for that? Probably. Yeah. Come on, then. I mean, dig. I'll play it. Okay. They're doing something together. I like these movies because they're all financially taken care of. If a little pry into my poor, I don't, we weren't like dirt poor, but like yeah. this really soothed me. This was my escape from reality because it's bad. They're cheesy. Yeah. But no one's late on rent. No, it's yeah. just so. <laughs> They're all so taken care of. <laughs> their problems, their issues. The, and are just... that's why they, they have all of the financial freeness in the world to worry about this yes. bitch fucking texting with a boy. Well, that, that's all part in, of the, In a yeah. normal person's life, a parent would be like, well, I got to go to bed, so I can't really fucking <laughs> be here for you right now because I have to fucking get up for work. So, Well, that's the distortion of our country, but go ahead. Uh, we have money like that but that's why i like these movies like it makes me feel like that's the like not this boring like shit but like i want that kind of happiness of like (laughs) we're good so we can kind of be cheesy with our dipshit (laughs) kid well it's also like they you know again they they have light problems you're you're totally right about that man you're totally right then we got the fucking boat this guy's on a fucking boat well he's getting killed with a step yeah is this gangs of new york are they gonna go get the body out of the (laughs) this is where scorsese this is derivative man scorsese took this. okay so they still have the dog they're about to lose the dog maybe they don't lose it for as long as i thought but she loses the dog but for all the Manhattan talk, they're never in New York City. They get there. They're they're go, they're going. I mean, it's there. been taking a while to get to New York. So City. this movie's to go until ten thirty, where it's fucking. I mean, they're an hour and a half into it, and they're still in New York. I mean, come on, <laughs> you got to get to New York. That's the reason I watch this, dude. Man. They had such if hard. you can make it there, you could tell that like that's when you can tell they have faith in a movie because it's not just like an hour and thirty minutes. 
Yeah. Like this was a two hour movie. Yeah. Fucking. And they probably had to cut shit out. Like you can tell the director was like, dude, my final vision. There was like 45 minutes. No, I'm sure the director's cuts popular they, one on this. You get this DVD for two ninety nine at the swap. The sex scene is like 20 cents. minutes. <laughs> it's, it's hot. You know, it was good. <laughs> 20 minutes they're on their dinghy i mean are they in the ocean yeah, or they're they sleeping the- they're napping now he's he's napped they're all napping except for the dog the dog is terrified <laughs> i'm tired <laughs> jason has been following them this entire time there's literally no tension it's hilarious so bad oh no there's tension i think well there's false relief look, there's not supposed to be look. tension we're in New York. They think like we're home clear. Yeah. Like when they get to Manhattan, that's the thing. Yeah. And then you have the fucking final 45 minutes of like now he's on he's Manhattan. In, yeah, he's literally on Manhattan. All yeah. of, and that's probably their concept for the movie of like this fucking dickhead probably went in and we're like, all these Friday the 13th movies take place in the woods in a yeah. small town. What if I said? What if? What if we took him to a big city? <laughs> That's a good idea. I like it. You know, I got this idea when I was listening to a Nirvana album. <laughs> no, this was pre-Nirvana. This yeah. was pre-Nirvana. This is like 80- I was listening to Nirvana Bleach, <laughs> and I fucking no. Yeah, this was eighty-eight. I think so. I I think this was. Like- I was listening to the Buzzcocks, <laughs> and I got an idea. Thinking it's art. I mean, come on, man. I mean, it's. The lighting in these, it just looks so Well, that's so a soundstage. That doesn't seem like it's New York. No, I mean, no, they're on water. They're in water there. They probably were literally... I got to stop saying literally. They probably... Uh-oh. Had to get a like working factory to like, can we come here while you yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. guys are working? <laughs> yeah, probably okay, people we'll working you. at that factory like, God damn it, we can't go to fucking Bay 6 because yeah. <laughs> the Friday they're the filming thir- a horror movie. Because they're filming some ass Friday the 13th I'm not going to get overtime this week, you know? They probably filmed it like this there's is like a, one evening. Crow, there's a great scene where he's walking the streets of New York and some fucking gangbangers happen upon him and they give him shit. Look it. And they give him shit. Any fucking uh, meet the competition. There you go. It's like fucking Eastern Hockey League. There you go. It's the New York Rangers. We can't actually pay them for their, you know, for their emblem. Uh, <laughs> so to get, so to get away from the gang members, he shows them his face, and they all like, <laughs> whoa. Were they like when in reality black, they would they, just are they caricature black guys like, yo, motherfucker, we're gonna take you a down a little like, bit. Like it's a yeah. little more modern. Okay, okay. what's up? What's up, sucker? Are they going to say blood? Yo, blood. No blood. I don't think they say blood. But like, what's up, man? 70s had that in spades, Look so at this guy wearing a mask. I even think a couple of them are white. It's a diverse group of thugs. Oh, okay. So it, it, it's like post like Beat It video. Yeah. Beat It videos had an impact. It's an integrated gang, you know? Your mask is mine. Beat It. You have to understand. Beat It was a huge video, man. It was Huge. Well, all because after fucking he got fucking John Landis to fucking direct all his music videos. Well, he did Thriller with Landis. I remember his transformation scene was like, wow, that looks good. It was straight from like American Werewolf in London. Uh Oh, Oh, they go to shoot at the. This is where the dog runs away. We think the dog is gone. Are these like? Oh, these are like. uh, These are random thugs. Random thugs. Yeah. We hang out at the docks. Your family. We roll people at the docks. These are random Native American Mexicans. New York's a tough friend. city, man. Your family took my land. New York was still tough in the 80s. It wasn't 70s New York. And by the 90s, it had disney 
Was Julian? Who was the mayor? Dinkins? No, 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 no. It, this was Ed Koch was still mayor. Uh, Dinkins became mayor like an 80, 88 or people or hate Koch. And or that's 90. the thing now too. People are saying that like Ed Koch was mayor. Bloomberg. Who's the mayor now? Uh, do, who's the, the, the De Blasio? People are saying that like he's Ed Koch. It's crime. It's back to where he. The crime is back to where he was. Like a lot of people associate the crime in seventies New York with Ed Koch. No, uh, Ed Koch helped save the city. He really did, actually. He he built a bunch of housing. They built like 175,000, I think, or maybe even more, units of housing when he was there. They needed to redo the housing stock there. Didn't and they he also build the it. freeway? No, no, no. He, he, you know, that, 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 they, they redid the freeway in the 80s, That's too. That's that part of that documentary you had me watch, that fucking documentary about New York that the last part is about. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. about from 1946 on. That's how detailed it goes. So this documentary is a 12-part Ken Burns. It's, it's, it's Ken, Ken Burns', Burns brother. brother. It's brother, yeah, exactly. Fucking yeah. Ray Burns. <laughs> exactly. Uh, he George made a, Burns. He made a 12-part documentary about New York, and it starts in the 1800s. And then, so every episode is 10 years of new york yeah it's a decade or yeah yeah and then roughly, they get the last speaking. part part 12 is world war ii to the present like yeah. they they do one episode of just like all right we've we've focused on new york decade by decade for the last 11 and well, a half hours they go from 46 to 77 actually and yeah. they go from 78 on which is interesting it's a different a bifurcation point yeah but the, but a, new york was in decline but they get into how the highways bulldoze neighborhoods like putting like they they have a big part about the one neighborhood that is gone now because of the long island expressway yeah well they they tried to put it through manhattan and the neighbors in manhattan actually resisted it in the 60s that guy uh, was it moses was his last name yeah he was basically, he also, he basically was the power broker but more he than the mayor. also built the bridges and shit like oh that, yeah that was the concept of the episode was that this guy who made new york this glorious thing also destroyed it because yeah, like it certainly it, changed its character. Yeah, absolutely changed its character. Because he he he's the one who made the boroughs basically. Because yep. uh, ev- once those highways got built, people moved to Long Island and they moved to fucking New Jersey. Yeah, because that made yeah. it, it made it possible to work in New York City and not live in New York City. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it definitely suburbanization started. There's no doubt about it. You know, at, at that time, Long Island people like went from Brooklyn to Long Island. That's what they did. I think. I think they think because well, Brooklyn's on Long Island. Exactly. It, it's the very far western tip of it. You know. So you know, I've never been into like the heart of Long Island. Like I, I, I got friends who have a house in Quad. That's which what's is funny. Like, and I never, know. I don't get the origin behind it. So the New York Islanders, their logo is the fucking Long Island. Yeah. Nassau County. Yeah. They don't include Brooklyn. Like it was something of like that's that makes, not Long Island. Yeah, it, 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 you know what it was? It was a seventies racist America. Is what was really? going on there? It was like we don't want to be associated. We are we are in Nassau County. We're the county over from there. We don't want to be associated. But it was like big. It was populous. Kings County you know? is where Brooklyn is, right? I think it's Brooklyn. I think, I think the county is it Brooklyn, Brooklyn County. Oh, yeah, I could be wrong. I could be. Wrong. I know I Kings know is the big one. Kings County is like a big county. I, there's a county. Like, I think, I man, think there's counties. I, I I think of the boroughs. Let me look at that's it what up. I think of you know when I think of New York. But it's it's very uh, it, mid '90s is when it truly changed. I remember going there a lot in the '90s. I was thinking about moving there because I got into grad school there, but I'm kind of glad I didn't. I stayed in Chicago and that was fine. You know, New York didn't. It didn't. I don't know. It's expensive. It's expensive and the housing stock is terrible. Yes, Brooklyn. You have a lot of Brooklyn money to, is know. in Kings County. It's Kings County. I didn't know that. Never knew that. Just yep. learned something. Thanks, Keith. So let me you inform me. me. But that that and that's you know. So we're we gonna talk about uh, Chadwick passing. Talk about him. Yeah, too a bit? fucking 
Black Panther died. Did you like Black Panther? Yeah, absolutely. I liked Black I saw it on a flight from Amsterdam to the States two years ago. I liked it. Thought it was good. I was I like I mean, yeah, and you know, I'm not a big comic book movie fan, but I thought it was decent enough. I mean, whatever. I mean, I've it's just, you know, the formula is there. It's been, you know, it's been so told to us so many times. Manhattan is New York County, Brooklyn is Kings County, Queens is Queens County, the Bronx is Bronx County, and Staten Island is Richmond County. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because the and, and, you know, Trump is from Queens, which is part of his axe to grind with Manhattan, and then that's why he has this. Because Queens used to be like it was the looked center. down upon. Oh, really? It was looked down upon as being like this. You're not Manhattan wealth. You're Queens wealth, and you're wealthy, but you're not part of Manhattan. And he didn't like the way the culture worked. They looked down on him. Isn't Long Island City in Queens? I, I don't know. Or near? I, I think it's like I, a I really don't know New York's geography that well. I know it a little bit, but not that well. You know, um, I, I never lived there. I visited it's weirdly a lot, placed. Like when people describe it to you and then you see it on a map, you're like, that's weird. Like when they yeah. show like the way New York is positioned, like you think you're looking north, but it's west. You know, it's because well, of the Manhattan way Island. It's key. Yeah, because of the because Manhattan goes like east west. No, it goes north south. Does it? See, yeah, that's it goes, that's it weird. North, south. It goes north south. It does. It's like long. Yeah. So, yeah, it's long, kind of narrow. Uh, I mean, it, it's. I seriously contemplate. I got into grad school at the New School and the University of Chicago, and I chose the University of Chicago. I think the New School was more up my alley politically, but I just, it was, honestly, the energy of New York, it wears some people down. I know people who moved there and, like, ended up in a mental institution and shit. Well, there's I mean, they, a lot of people. It's just, it's a, you know, just a crazy place. I don't think you, there's no moment. I don't think you ever get a time. Like, out here, you could go outside and you're like, oh, there's nobody around. Yeah, and you can just sort of meditate and I chill don't think out. that exists in New York. No, it, it it doesn't really exist in Chicago that much in certain parts of the city. You know, it's densely populated. It's different out here. Where I parked my car outside your place today, it's like, I'm in a, I'm in a street. There was no one there. And I... And I did like stuff on my car and like I was like there for five minutes. There was yeah. just no one there. Well, New so. LA's dead. There's crime on the streets. There's heroin. <laughs> did you step on a heroin needle? You didn't step on a heroin needle. I did not. Needle, did I did not. No, I didn't see one. So let's break into some of this weekend. Do you have sure. any more Republican convention stuff I mean, you wanted no, to get I, into? I was saying about the Kenosha connection. I texted my friend today and he was just saying like they just feel pretty weird there right now. It, 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 there's a really weird vibe in the air. It, it's been a real rupture in the social fabric, you know, which, uh, <laughs> Pardon me, it's sad. It's kind of sad. I'll be, Look, I'll we be got an Adam and them. Eve promo code for you guys. There we fucking go. Call it up. Yep. Fucking spice, spice it up with your fucking lady. Exactly. There you go. Or man. Or man. <laughs> whatever. Or not. <laughs> or not. If you're a half a fool, no. <laughs> that was always in the '90s. The compliment, like half a fag. No, that wasn't a con. It was, it was, it was, it was kind of a rip. It was sort of a criticism. Like you're a little bit of a sissy. Look at these thugs. Listen, I said, I said, on, like, on stage, I said, I have. I, that guy I, looks I like L.A. Myself. comedian Naz Janis. <laughs> he probably is. No, Naz is my age. My, maybe a little younger. <laughs> oh, he shot him. This is, I mean, where you, this is where you find out. He's fucking soaking wet, dude. He hasn't dried off one bit. <laughs> He's still. <laughs> oh, he blew his hand off. That's like a desert eagle. Man. <laughs> That's definitely like a mid seventies. Like you can get anything out here, man. Well, notion of New York, you mean? Yeah. Or yeah, yeah. Think about being a junkie in New York in the late seventies. Oh yeah, he fucking got the steam pipe because there was steam running through every single pipe in New York. Well, City. exactly. That that was part of the thing. <laughs> the city's just made Urban, of steam yeah, and just steel. Steam. Uh, 
every late 80s movie, Black Rain, there's always like steam coming up from like a manhole cover, you know, and there's always like a, like a slick street and there'll be some like tire screeching car. You know, that was always that was a big effect. So let's roll the, uh, through late 80s. some yes. history, TV history, TV and film history throughout yes. the week. Um, we have birthdays. We have events. Sure. So uh, no one cares about the Venice Film Festival. Uh, yeah, nothing happened on that day. Let's go. Birthday. Vince McMahon was born this week. This is how uh, old is he? He's got to be. So let's see. So this is for August 24th. You think he's probably in his 70s now? Uh, Vince McMahon was born in 1945. Wow. Also, Rocky Johnson, who was The Rock's dad, was born this week. So him and Vince McMahon. So he's 75 years old. Vince McMahon, you bet your ass. 75 years old, right? Because that would be. Yeah, yeah. yeah, Because 45, my, my father was born in. 42 and he turns uh, 78 at the end of September. Ann Archer yeah. was born. Ann Archer. You know, you know, well, well, one of my bookends, one of the last actresses I fell in love with on, on film was Ann Archer in Fatal Attraction. I found her really attractive when I was 18 years old. That's when I realized that I liked maternal women. I tend to like maternal women. That was always the thing. I, you know, oh, look at this. Oh, yeah, he's a boxer. Oh, yeah, he is. He, 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 he tries out. to punch him off the building. Yeah. Uh, do you want me to spoil it for you? Or do you want to watch it? No, that's, that's fine, dude. I, spoiling, dude, I don't care about that. I, I, this is. I'll talk through it. I'll, I'll talk it through a little. So we have Helena Carter, Hal Smith. Al Smith? Hal. Hal. He was Otis on the Andy Griffith show. Wow. He was the town drunk. When he died he... in 94. He lived a pretty long life, yeah. you know? Um, let's see anybody else good. Uh, it doesn't look like it. Let's go up a day. He's getting closer. He's trying to punch him off the building. Exactly. Now he's getting tired. <laughs> this is so ridiculous. <laughs> this is his way. He, he, he throws him off, right? Is that what he does? You just throw him through the glass. That's what has to happen here, right? No, he punches his head off. Punches the black guy's head off? Yeah. He literally decapitates him with one yep, punch. With one punch. <laughs> <laughs> that is a extremely hard punch. His fists are fucked up, dude. What? Because you start feeling the pain. Now watch. He's, he's, he's gassed. He's tired. Right on the edge. You'd think he's just going to push him off. Exactly. think he'd be fucking gentle and just push him off. But he's a merciful guy, Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Jason Patrick Voorhees. I don't know if that's his middle name. Here we watch. go. Yeah. <laughs> wow. His, right into his the garbage punch truck. Right into the dumpster. Was dumpstand. that hard? He literally a clean, clean shave. Clean. He has a razor in his in his knuckles. He has razors. That was pretty impressive. That was preposterous. <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, I mean, I remember so these great. movies like being bad, but like holy shit, they're. I mean, being this bad. Nineteen fifty-seven on the twenty-fourth. Stephen Fry was born. Steve Gutenberg was born. Okay. Uh, David Keckner, Dana Gould. Now we're getting into the fucking. When was Gould born in sixty-six? Sixty-four. He's my brother's age. Okay. Now we have nineteen fifty. August twenty-fifth. Rashomon was released. The Kurosawa film. Oh, yeah. What else big do we have here? Uh, 1991 43rd Emmy Awards. L.A. Law, Cheers, and Kirstie Alley and Patricia Wedig win. Well, one best drama. L.A. Law? Yes. L.A. Law was a Steven Bochco. Yeah, it was a that big was show. That was pre... Uh, 
Law and Order, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. It was post-Hill Street Blues, pre-Law and Order. L.A. Law was on for like and 10 pre-NYPD years. And pre-NYPD Blues. Uh, Botchko had a little run there. Botchko's dead, man. And he was a great producer. Hill Street Blues, L.A. Law, and then he also did a, 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 a NYPD Blue. Also, Dennis Franz was the consistent thing. Classic 1990s Jamie Salinger of Iowa Crown 10th Miss Teen USA. They loved 1990? It. Yes. About close to my age. I was 21 years old in 1990. Let's see if any. I remember 1990 well. George Fawcett, born in 1860, probably a pharaoh descendant. Or, or maybe, uh, yeah, maybe. Who knows? Monty Hall, born in 1921, this week on Is August he still 25th. Alive? No, he died in yeah. 2017. Wow. He lived a long time, though. Jesus. Sean Connery, born in 1930. Connery's on the ropes. He's got to be on the ropes. Tim Burton, Tom Skerritt. Uh, what else happened? There's some like the first. Oh, look at this! They have his head. His decapitated head is there. <laughs> Weddings of interest. 1955. Bella Lugosi weds Hope Lillinger. Uh, was was Pat, that in uh, in uh, the Ed Wood movie? <laughs> probably. I mean, this was real life. Yeah. 1950. Ed Caddick, professional wrestler, died. Death in deaths in film and TV. This is a good one. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, John Han, oh, John Hans von Tongeren actor commits suicide at 27. Jesus Christ, what that's year? a deep cut. 82 or yeah, 82. Wow. Um, not a lot of, oh, 2001. This is relevant too. 2001 this week, Aaliyah dies. Wow. Plane crash Bahamas. 18 years ago. So her family just allowed her. They're working out a deal so she can be on streaming services. And they're making it seem like, oh, we're finally allowing the fans. But I did the math, and I was like, 2001, they're running out of Aaliyah death money. Yeah. Also, it's rumored that R. Kelly paid them off because R. Kelly married Aaliyah when she was like 14. Yeah. And her family yeah. let him. Yeah. So there's rumors that he's been paying them off. He's been paying God. for their silence. So now that he's in jail, that's probably done. That that money has been yeah, it's it's not happening anymore. So they need Spotify money. Wow, crazy! I remember her dying. It was a big deal because she was being groomed as like kind of the next star, you know, or a star. Let's see anything else good. 1955, first colored telecast of a tennis match, <laughs> Davis Cup, NBC. <laughs> the Davis NBC's always had a relationship with tennis. Yep, CBS a little bit too, but not ABC. I don't think tennis when I think ABC. I think of NBC and, and Wimbledon. Then I think of CBS with the U.S. What Open. a fucking contrast of events. So television debut 1996, Seventh Heaven starring Jessica Biel debuts on the WB. That was a 96. show from my fucking childhood. What were you doing in 96? Stand-up hardcore, right? Uh, yeah, I was living here doing stand-up. You know, yeah. And, and working at uh, the Fair Housing Congress. Wow, you moved a year in, huh? Uh, yeah, I moved a year and a half in. Because I, I, I got into grad school. And I was like, I can defer for a couple of years. It's like, I'm going to go out to L.A. and just hang out for a couple of years. You think you would have been I better served go, staying in Chicago and developing? No, no. I, I actually, I, I'm glad I did. I'm glad I came out. I think it was a good experience to be out here at that time because this city is kind of an intimidating place in its own kind of weird way. And I wanted to get exposure to it. So then so, contrast know. that with 2018 boxing match between YouTubers KSI and Logan Paul ends in a draw. Wow. Like that's the that, that's an event that happened that's on the, the screen. Yeah, YouTubers. God, it's crazy. Let's see if we got any good birthdays. Jim Davis, 
American actor, nineteen oh nine. Oh, that's that's see. There's a lot of Jim Davises. That's not the Garfield guy. Yeah, what, was it the guy who starred in Dallas? He was a patriarch in Dallas. It was Jim Davis a British Stephen Wright, not the American one? Melissa McCarthy, born in nineteen seventy in Plainfield, Illinois. I, I am one year older than her. Macaulay Culkin was born in nineteen eighty on the twenty sixth. Happy birthday, Macaulay. Jesus. John Mulaney. How was Mulaney? 82. Okay. okay. 82. Chris Pine, 1980. Jesus. On the 26th. See, I remember those days. In mean, L.A. Chris Pine is an L.A. boy. Yeah, absolutely. Born and bred. Absolutely. Fuck those people. You know. Fuck those pedophiles. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Your experience of growing up in L.A., I, I just wonder about that being a it's kid. Prob- you probably have to, f- you probably need good parents. Yeah. I think there is something to be said about not, even if you raise your kid in downtown LA, you're far enough from Hollywood to where you're like, you just got to stay away from those hills, man. Yeah. Cause it, <laughs> and Hollywood's got a lot of meth heads. You probably don't want kids in Hollywood. Is that Rebecca O'Neill? Maybe it was. I don't know. Is there a GoFundMe? <laughs> yeah. Just <laughs> <laughs> GoFundMe. Uh, you know, oh, that's great. That's crazy. You know, to do that, you know, Mm. Yeah. What's now the we're going ad? into the what's 27th. The what? Oh, the want to get into some politics? Calling for mask mandates nationwide. No. Immediately. You're not going to have national man. Here, here at home, you know. Fighting this virus and rebuilding our economy will take a president who's ready. To Did they get the fucking? They got fucking the the cop, the head cop from the wire to fucking. Yeah. Do that. You know, I mean, listen, he does I mean, all the big commercials. You know, I mean, I'm sure that they're, you know, they're trying to. Uh, 1950 on the 27th, first transmission of a TV program from the continental Europe shown on BBC. Huh. Okay. Man, they got TV late. Bunch of fucking pioneers out well, there. Well, yeah, but it was, uh, I'm sure the Second World War didn't help the development of television. Dude, soccer didn't, the, soccer just stopped for the duration of both world wars. Because wow. I didn't realize in my head that like, oh yeah, England was a battlefield. Well, well, I mean, it sort of got bombed in the Second World War. They show pictures of the stadiums after the war, and there's, like, weeds growing through the fucking wow. stands. Like, wow. they had a drastic... It was a big fucking deal in England. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, film releases 53, Roman Holiday, whatever the fuck. Oh, yeah, that was... Uh, was Gregory Peck, Eddie yeah. Albert, and Audrey Hepburn. Audrey Hepburn. That's one of her first movies that she was kind of discovered in. Her film early. premiere, 64, Mary Poppins. Huh. This week. Dick Van Dyke, probably at the height of his fucking fame. And just drinking. He's still alive. 1990, WWF SummerSlam, Ultimate Warrior beats Rick Rude. Big, big day. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I, I was a Warrior title, fan. Daddy. Um, PBS starts, who gives a fuck? Angelina Jolie named, oh, fuck your Goodwill Ambassador bullshit. <laughs> Not interested in, like, current stuff. Mariska Hargitay won an Emmy in 2006. Um, Michael Keaton Birdman came out Wait, in, in what? 2014. That's how old we are, dude. God, six years coming up on ten years, dude. That's yeah, almost man. ten years. Yeah, I know, man. It's <laughs> is this this is a flashback sequence, and, and Jason takes Manhattan. Yep. I think she was in the <laughs> water. Are an idyllic. Oh, that's what. So she's afraid of the water because he tries to drown her. You know, young lady, you've been coming out here. Listen to that echo voice. In case you can't tell, audience, this is a fantasy sequence. He has the echo effect on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
I think the time has come. Barbara Bach, born 1947. She she married Ringo Starr. Yeah, she still looks aight. She was uh she was a Playboy model. Pee Wee Herman and Sergeant Slaughter, all born this week. What what year? Fifty two for Paul Rubens. Wow, he's he's ten years and forty eight for Slaughter. He's ten years younger. So he's he's in his. He's 67 years old, Pee Wee Herman. Him getting caught jerking off made Onion headlines, like in Madison, because the Onion started in, in Madison in the late 80s. Aaron Paul from Breaking, Fe- Breaking Bad, born this week. They love weddings. I don't care about anything Robert Downey did post-quitting heroin. It's just not interesting to me. Uh, his comeback is pretty amazing. I don't the fact care. that he was able to come back. It's so boring that he married his wife that he's still married to in 2005. <laughs> Susan. My wife, Susan. They do fucking goat yoga every morning. Ugh. You ever yeah. see goat yoga, Crow? No. You do yoga, but goats stand on your back while you do it. Yeah, that, that is, not, that is, that is yep. not the truth. Yep. Yep. Baby goats stand upon you while you do yoga poses. Uh, that's bizarre. Yeah. I judge that. That's it. I judge that. I, I love judge that. Judge it. Yeah. It is adorable. It's good for Instagram. Ugh, I just find it. I. Uh, it's such a weird like. Okay. We're I guess coming it's to the not 28. hurting anyone. So go ahead and do it. We're coming you up. Son of a bitch. You're the reason why I was afraid of the. Why? What are you talking about? I haven't aged at all in the 20 years that you yeah. went from being 8 to 28. He got a little darker hair. Yeah, I actually didn't get gray. I, I got just for men. This guy was was a veteran character actor in the late 80s. He was in a lot of like... He said uh, it. He goes, you son of a bitch. The fires of New York City are louder than the dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> That's how bad the, the writing is. No, but they have these barrel fires. They make it seem like New York That's is what just it was. a Bums blaze. Just pass of... around a bottle and, bu- and uh, bum fires, which, by the way, does not happen. Does not no, happen. I now. mean, in Skid Row, it might, but yeah. Oh, 1986, largest wrestling crowd of 69,000. Uh, Silverdome in, in in Pontiac, Michigan. No, Toronto. Oh, let's see. This is not a lot New York. Of super interesting stuff. This is not the Lower East Side. Well, they only got five million. They were only got. They only yeah. afforded five mil in New York. Yeah, they yeah, probably yeah. had to fucking parse that money out wisely. Get creative. You know? Like they probably took some pictures of what it looks like, and then they're like, "We'll fucking redo it." Nineteen sixty-eight, one-day marriage of TV character Mer- Murphy Brown. The fuck is Candace Bergen that old? No, well, she was around in the seventies. What does he just snatch him? Oh, he puts him in toxic waste because there's barrels of toxic waste just laying around New York City. No, not the toxic waste. This will be a great effect. Like his skin falling off would be a great effect. When he pulls him out, there's going to be a good like skeleton with like weird flesh coming off. That'll look really rubbery and fake. It'll be great. It'll be great. He'll be like a skeleton. Maybe with some flesh hanging off, right? You gotta I don't show think his he face. does. I think it's just like he drowned it in that New York. Well, sludge. no, man, they should have shown him. They should right? have played New York Groove by Ace Freely. Back, he did that. Back in the New York Groove. Yeah, it. Uh, uh, Ruth Gordon died. When did she die? 1985. Oh, well, stroke in old. her sleep. 88. The big bus. 
Is that the fucking the fucking the mouse lady from fucking Rosemary's Baby? You eat the mouse. Who who Ruth Gordon? Yeah. Maybe she was. She was in Clint Eastwood movies. Any which way but loose. She was in uh, Harold Maud. You know, she played uh, Clint Eastwood's mom in uh, Any Which Way But Loose. Like the pissed off mom. Those movies actually have comedic ability in them. Ooh. They're actually okay. Today in 1967, the final episode of The Fugitive starring David Jansen watched by 78 million people. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. TV back then, I mean... You got 30 million people to watch All in the Family and crap. You know, 1992, 75,000 for a wrestling in it, Wembley. It, it, if, you, if you get, what, 3 million people to watch a show now, is that a hit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You, 100%. You, yeah, you got a popular well, show. For a net for like cable TV, network television is still like, like the new Roseanne reboot got like 28 million viewers, <sighs> and that was groundbreaking. That was like... People haven't. This is '90s numbers. Yeah. So now I think if you can get to 10 million on an NBC sitcom, that's good. Like The Office went, stayed between five and 10 million the whole run. So it had enough success. Yeah. Well, what was 30 Rock success like? Do you know? I don't know know what the range was. Let me see. It's interesting. I mean, I just think of, I think the valuation of NBC was higher in the late '80s than it is now. That's how much money it was. Also, what I wonder because our are ratings still only based on Nielsen households? Like I, I have no idea. How like they when they it say, really don't know. when they say five million people, yeah. that's not across the whole country. That's whoever has the ratings boxes, I, right? I, I, I don't know. I, I don't know if they how they extrapolate that out. These statistics because not everybody's TV is just feeding ratings. That's like Nielsen fucking, ratings was a Wisconsin graduate made that. <laughs> really? Yeah. I mean, so but if you're on like a, a Netflix show, if you get like eight hundred thousand, is that like successful? Um. It depends. Like AEW wrestling does seven hundred to a million every week, yeah. and that's like considered successful. So it's a chunk me, of people. It's a chunk of people. Let's go to episodes. How many people watch W Kamal Bell's show? Do you know? It's on CNN, so probably ten. A lot of those news networks do six to ten million. That's a lot of people. So here's a great breakdown. Season one of Thirty Rock, the pilot was 8 million US viewers and then it went to 57 and then it went 645665 so it averaged about 5 to 6 million how long did it last how many seasons did it last 7 jesus that's a run then season 2 run. was 73 for the first episode then it stayed at the high then it stayed at the mid sixes to high fives interesting then that, that, season that, 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 season the, three, it kicked into high gear, started at 8.7 million, stayed there until the sixth episode. Then it dipped to five between episode six and seven went from 8.9 to five, four. Yeah. So that's Christmas special drop off. Christmas special was 8.9 million. And then the next episode is a month later and it's 5.4. Yeah. So that's just people. Yep. That's what that's what you happens when you take a month off. People's schedules get all fucked up. Yep. Yep. So then it took them six more episodes to get it took them one, two, three, four, five episodes to get back to seven million. What did it have in its last season? I'm just curious, like what it whittled down to. Like what what, what was the final straw? What was the Ooh. So just to keep it in perspective, season four, they're still doing six to five million steady. Yeah. Yep. And then five it goes from f- high fives to the fours 
Uh-oh. By the end of season five, they're doing three point nine five million to four million. Uh oh. Season six is twenty twelve only. It, season only. six is twenty twelve, and it's debut episode four million, and then it's fours and threes. The last episode of season six was two point eight four million. Season seven was twelve thirteen, so they didn't really take a big break off. They knew if they took a break off, they would completely lose their fucking viewership. Yep. Season seven was steady three millions and a ha- half of a season, thirteen episodes, and then they closed it out with a special in twenty twenty. Here's a great perspective. So the last episode of Thirty Rock, four point eight eight million viewers. The special, Thirty Rock one time special, July twenty twenty. That was fucking COVID. 880,000 viewers. So it, it had it, there weren't people who were waiting to see it really. I mean, or some, it's but... just the idea of people are like I could just watch 30 Rock on Netflix. Yeah. I don't have to watch this special. Yeah. The special reminded them that 30 Rock was on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually yeah. And they went and watched 30 Rock. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that, maybe that was part of their plan. To get some money from that. But maybe. that's a great example of how I I would say that 2012, 2011, 2012 is when TV really took a shit because that's when Netflix kicked into high yeah. gear. They started streaming. Yep. 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 Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, the game has changed. There's no doubt about it. I mean, there's just, there's just no, it's just, there's more forums and, and mediums for, for this stuff, you know? So 75 million people watched the last episode of, fucking, uh, of The Fugitive. Of the Fugitive. And, uh, 4.8 watch and that and 4.8 probably was a decent enough number they're probably like okay that's decent enough it's acceptable it's tolerable you know? 1997 netflix is founded yeah i remember them you know sell, sending out netflix uh dvds they offered to buy blockbuster or no not even buy they said we want to use you as our they basically wanted to use blockbuster like we're gonna go into business together and we'll fucking We'll sell. We'll send blockbuster movies through the mail. Yeah, blockbuster was like, and no. they were like, no, that's dumb. Nobody will ever do that. Yeah, and I think they yeah. even told them they're like, eventually, we want to do this streaming thing. Yeah, and they told them like, you're nuts. Like, people will always want to buy their yeah. shit from a video store. It's like, nope, nope. And that was the end of blockbuster. God, block. I think about that in the '90s and how there were just literally hundreds. There were thousands of blockbusters across the. I mean, they named the damn Miami Dolphin Stadium. Wayne Huizenga made blockbuster money. He made his initial money doing sanitation in, in Long Beach in the 60s. Not in Long Beach, on Long Island in the 60s. And, and then, you know, he was, he was mobbed up, obviously. Uh, but he ended up uh, making enough money to buy the Miami Dolphins. And they had this, the stadium was named, there was the Blockbuster Bowl. <laughs> Jesus. You know? Looking at deaths in film and television here. Nothing big. Ingrid Berman died in 82. Wow, she was week. a beautiful woman. She was probably relatively young. 67 yeah. on her 67th birthday oh she died on her birthday oh I, that was the two movies she was in i thought like she was in casablanca and gaslight yeah which i don't know what that is simon oakland founder of oakland died in 1983 no <laughs> just an actor great name though simon oakland lee marvin died in 1987 of a heart attack 87 he died huh yeah i like i remember marvin you know? Teddy Turner, a lot of these British comedians fucking biting the ass. <laughs> God. Uh, I think that they all, if you ever see some movies. Gene Wilder six, died today, 2016. Four years four ago. Four years ago. Huh. And then since people are getting this on a Sunday, we will do the 30th. Just to fucking 
Tom finish Brokaw. It off. 1976, Tom Brokaw becomes news anchor of NBC's Today Show. I remember. I grew up with Tom Brokaw. He and Jane Pauley were a team. Pauley was from Indiana, did Chicago for a year, and then got plucked up into New York City. They liked her. They liked her Midwestern sort of uh, sweetness, you know? 12 Years a Slave, 2013. 12 Years a Slave. <laughs> That's what it is. I saw that in, in Belize. It's good. Cameron Diaz was born. In 72. Wahoo. Let's see. Jason yeah. got, got, got electrocuted on the third rail. Oh, yeah. The third rail was a big deal as a kid. Oh, yeah. I got warned of the third rail so much as a fucking kid. Oh, absolutely. And, but then that. you see birds on them, and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> they're not getting electrocuted. So they're just in the big not city now. Sabaro. <laughs> That's I, I remember. I tell you, I didn't mind a slice of pizza from there. 2003, but. Charles Chuck Bronson dies at 81. The Dirty Dozen, Death Wish. Wow. Yeah, he, he was in The Great Escape, too, I believe. He was one of the guys digging the tunnel. Wes Craven died in 2015. I didn't even know he was. Wes Craven dead. was. It was isn't Wes wasn't Wes. I think Wes For Craven Nightmare was. On Elm uh, I think he uh, liked boys. Correct. Wes Craven. Hey, we're not judging. Hey, man, I'm just saying. It's an probably. observation. You know, that's what it was. What it was. Probably. That's <laughs> probably. A- or, or is that was Wes Craven? No, no. Who was the other guy? Wes Craven. Who's the other guy that was that was the competitor for Wes Craven? That was the other horror film movie made, made like Hellraiser. Craven didn't do oh, Hellraiser. Clive Barker. Clive Barker. I think Clive Barker is gay. Actually, Clive probably. Barker, He's br- oh, this is where he shows his mask to people. This is like the climax. He's in Times Square now. Like he's not even dry yet. He's still wet. <laughs> still wet from from being in the East River a half an hour ago. Yeah. You know. Look, God. they're wandering around. Where should we live? God, this is big. I'm confused. Look, the cars have no hubcaps. We got no hubcaps on the vehicles in New York City. He's still alive and nobody's paying attention to him. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Check out this, yo. Did you fuck around with a boom box? Uh, I did, actually. Did yes. you have a jam box? Uh, not as good as that. It was small. I just have I would have thrown the knife at his face. I, so. <laughs> I love diners. Here we like are this. with the diners. Here we Putting are. Smokes out in it. Yep. Chicago's got great Dubs diners. Dubs Yeah, 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 yeah. If we shit in the food, what do you want? Look, you don't understand. There is a maniac trying to kill us. Welcome to New York. That's right. What the hell? This is wait. Katz's. <laughs> or she'll like not. Wait. wait. She'll be like, you got to wait in line, buddy. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> See, but he didn't punch his head off because he's racist. He punched the black guy's head they off. They all just leave. Yo, he can, look at that earring. God, that's so late 80s. I feel like, you know who would make a good Jason Voorhees? I, one of the doubles would be uh, uh, my, uh, 
Mike Mankings. Remember him? <laughs> yeah. He'd make good, like, uh, one of the Jason Voorhees. A good leering you know? stalking Because murderer. he's sort of a bigger guy, and he's got a certain physicality to him, you know? He'd be good. They had, like, three He'd or four He'd be a little Jason. too lumbering. You have to be a little... But, uh, but there's a little bit of that, that's good about that, I don't think that, you though. can shake Mike Mankings off. It'd be okay. easy to lose him. Yeah, yeah. You need to be able to be... He's not if he got a hold of you, he'd be like, oh, shit. Mike Mankings couldn't do that. Mike Mankings would be... He'd give up. He would have. Eat, he'd be eating food at the diner, right? He now. got pissed off me when Trump ran in 2016 because I was talking about my aunt who compared him to Hitler. Mike, who, but who lived in Germany, so it actually experienced. Mike Mankings cried in front of me because he thought white men were under attack in the country. He legitimately got emotional. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I think there's some people who really genuinely feel that. I mean, they're pushing that hard on Trump's campaign. They had that one kid. Remember the kid who went to some uh, rally had a MAGA hat on. Uh, he got a settlement, dude. Uh, yeah, what, what happened to him? Covington exactly? kid. Yeah, what? what did, his what, name's Justin something. Um, what but, was the story again? So he his, he was a part of this pri. I don't know if it was a private school, but it was like a religious field trip he was yeah. on. And they were at some religious bullshit. Well, they were on this. Huh? March for lives. Oh, it was an anti-abortion yeah, rally. God. Yeah. While they were at this anti-abortion rally, there was simultaneously a group of Native Americans that were fucking just doing whatever the fuck. Yeah, yeah. They might have even been protesting the abortion rally. Yeah, yeah. But uh, they, the video that got released on CNN made it look like that this group of kids went up and started fucking with these Native Americans. Yeah. With like MAGA hats and stuff. But when you saw the unedited version, what happened was, was, there might have been some words spoken like they were being kid, yeah. they were being dipshit kids on a field trip. Yeah, when you exactly. went on a field trip, you thought you were an adult. You fucking yeah. you were being all just a tough yeah, you're guy. 17 or whatever. So yeah. someone might have said something to one of the native. But these Native American guys started like doing dances in front of them and stuff. And there ended up being this standoff. Yeah. And this kid was like standing looking smarmy at this Native American with a MAGA hat. Yeah. But when you look at the unedited thing. This kid actually was showing restraint by like just standing there while yeah. they were like yeah. beating drums in his face and yeah. shit. So like it was harmless on both ends. Like, but if you look at the unedited version, they kind of started it. But yeah. the CNN video made it look like yeah. look at these Trump supporters. What a travesty. Looking, He's gonna be canceled, you see. The canceled culture see, is out of control. And, but what sucks is like even though I'm half on the kid's side, yeah the cancel culture warriors like the people who are against it took this kid and put him on a pedestal exactly. like see this is what happens when the media manipulates shit this kid yeah. did nothing and it's true this kid didn't do anything wrong yeah the only thing this kid is guilty of is being a part of an anti-abortion rally yeah <laughs> and like i'm willing to bet that they might have said something yeah. that attracted the group of native americans but in no yeah. way were they like picking on the native americans yeah, yeah. Or, or, or if or. anything they started picking on the kids. Yeah. Well, it's also or fucking with them. So you get picked on. But so this kid was a weapon. So that kid, the kid that was on the video smirking yeah. at the Native American, got a huge settlement the other day. Wow. Well he, well, he was in the convention. I, yeah. watched, I watched a bit of his. He got a huge he, settlement. He, he I don't even know from who. He was. A, uh, and he had that weird, like ro robotic Christian, like. I look forward to the day yeah. when the media is fair and balanced. I look forward because the media came. I am so sick of them saying so. The media. But anytime someone from like a Joe Rogan warrior will try and tell you about like how the media's soup. 
they'll say, like, look what happened with the Covington kid. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's example, example number one. one. Yeah, yeah, it's in the toolkit. Look kit. what happened to the Covington kid. Yeah, wow. He had they a terrible... They ruined that kid's life. They didn't ruin... You know something? Brett Kavanaugh's life was not ruined. He, he's a Supreme Court justice. That whole... It's ruined. Oh, I've no. made that point before. Yeah. Take a look at... List all the people that got canceled. Louie, still working. Yeah. Fucking Roseanne Barr. Kathy Griffin for holding up the head of Trump. Still yeah. working. All these people that got canceled are still very much working. Yeah. Canceling is for people that already don't like that person. Yeah. <laughs> Never once has someone been canceled and a fan of that person been like, you know what? You're right. <laughs> I've yeah. I've been on the fence about people yeah. where it's been like, it's not worth having to defend that person. Yeah. 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 I just I'll go to bat for Louie. What he I, did was fucked up, but I'll I'll take that burden on. Yeah. I'm not taking that burden on for some people. Yeah. 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 I, I just find it just it's just an evolution of the of the phone being in everyone's hand, man. This is just part of the thing that's happened now, which is just I never would have predicted this when I was younger. I never saw something like this happening. You know, twenty nineteen Valerie Harper dies of cancer. God, a year ago. Eighty. Gosh, she was up there. 80 man cancer oh boy yeah, yeah. That, 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 that that'll be the that's what gets most people <laughs> gets a lot of people so yeah chadwick bozeman fucking black panther yep. dying yep that was crazy when i saw that i was dude like, i was amazed that he did like 10 movies with cancer oh yeah basically yeah, his yeah. whole career was with yeah he still was working desperate man. levels of cancer yeah yeah he was still working it's interesting because you look at him and it, dude and if it, you look yeah. back at those pictures everyone like they're like how did like he looked great, and then you look back at those pictures, and you're like, eh, he kind of looked like he had cancer. Yeah, yeah, he was gone. Like if you stuff. look back at all those pictures, yeah, because he's buff in fucking Black Panther, and then any picture outside of Black Panther, he's skinny. Yeah, yeah, he was full of radiation. Yeah, ooh man, can you ooh. imagine? Now we watched Black Panther last night. The uh, it was probably insane to keep that muscle on during the filming, like yeah. the working out. He probably had to do in taking vitamins to keep his immune system good while Going he was getting and radiation yeah, and shit god and the insurance to for to go to disney and be like look i have cancer yeah so if you want me to do this movie i'm gonna need chemo like yeah i'm just letting you know the responsibility on your shoulders like i could die while yeah. we're filming this yeah i mean because that was that that's probably filmed in like 2007 20, 2017 17 yeah because he was diagnosed at 16 it's crazy yeah colon cancer man it, it's uh diagnosed stage three and, and i think they basically told him like it's you know we're, we can ease you into stage four but yeah it was probably a death sentence yeah 43 he's born 76 yeah it's like fuck i'm 51 years old for crying out loud I'm those next. are there are certain kinds of cancer where you tell everybody the day you find out or if you're rich enough and it's bad but they say like you know we can probably keep you comfortable yeah. for a few years yeah that's when you don't tell anybody until you're on death's door yeah and yeah. like that's like david bowie did that chadwick boseman does that yeah but then you have people who like stub their toe and they're like i'm dying like i have yeah. to fucking <laughs> tell everybody yeah bowie dying God, that, that, that bummed me out man but he was you know yeah you didn't hear anything it was very oh, yeah, discreet they, it was so very they're, discreet they're in the sewers of new york city now uh their end game here is to they're going to open up the sewers. They're fucking all the danger, toxic, the, the <laughs> danger, of, all the barrels of toxic waste that are underneath New York City. Exactly. Um, exactly. So yeah, this is her defense. She well, she knocks it over. 
Oh yeah, so this is great. I knew there was going to be a bad effect. It's melting his face. You dude. know, that wasn't as good as uh, Poltergeist when the guy rips See, his face Mike off. See, Mike Mankings would be done. Mike Mankings, Jason would not withstand. Again, that'd be the, the Jason in the close quarters. He'd be close quarters, yep. Jason. Like you're in a bathroom, you're getting stabbed, you're in a room somewhere. But the, the chasing would not be good for him. Silhouette. You need a tall guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you got a gut, but that's okay. Action. Cut. That's it. That's what didn't you need he, didn't he for. leave Chicago because he was basically... Yeah, he getting, lives in Arizona, dude. But, but, he, but he got totally into coke, wasn't that his thing? <clears> I no, he, I think that... But he got kind of like internet trolly. I think he got run out by the scene. He was one of those people where like he was in Chicago for comedy. So yeah. once people don't want you around anymore, why are you there? Yeah, it's crazy. He hung around for a little bit, though. I always liked him. I don't think he was a bad guy. Or no, anything. I don't hate Mike Mankings. You know, I mean, I don't hate Mikey Manker. I just stopped following because he started being pro segregation <laughs> on social media. That, that is, I'm willing. A preposterous. If, position. if he texted me, I would text back. I but I would be like, "Hey, what's up with that post about being yeah, pro segregation?" Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Look at this. Now I'm uh, willing to. Oh yeah, he starts. <laughs> that, that's the psychological. He starts oozing water because he sees it. This is how he gets it. He's huh? afraid of water, so he was paralyzed by oh, fear when okay. he saw the water. Just walk up the, st the ladder. That's always a famous Well, shape. he was holding her ankle, Crow. He's got <laughs> a very, get up there now. He's got a very powerful This is your chance to get away. This is a man who hung on to an anchor <laughs> on the back of a ship. And went across the seas. Yeah. <laughs> went across the seas to take back. I think he can hold on to her ankle. And he's all toxic, wasty, <laughs> so it probably burnt when he grabbed her. She's going to have his handprint. Like the Achilles ankle. heel. Oh, there he goes. Final. There's always a final throw of Jason. Now he's good. Now yep. you see how he just gone. disappeared. Oh, I'm reliving, mommy. Ooh, and I'm burning Wow, this is it. This is pretty dramatic. This is a good way to crest out of the episode <laughs> yes. because we fucking will will end out with the credits. Ooh, that was an effect. Oh, look, it strikes the fucking... By the way, lightning rarely strikes New York. It does now, I guess, because of climate change. They say there's actually some... Uh, they'll get a tornado there now on occasion. Oh, uh, it's a re he's a regular boy now. Mommy, woo. Mommy, woo. I love how it was boiling him from toxic <laughs> waste, and now that he's fucking pure, he's just like... He's got human skin and shit. Look, he's, he's not naked. They couldn't get a naked boy. They couldn't clear a naked boy. This is bizarre. What a bizarre well, choice. Because I think this was supposed to, that was part of why this guy's thing too of like, we'll bring him to the city and this will be the last one. He'll be reborn. You know, yeah, yeah, no. This franchise won't die. This like be, Jason Voorhees, it won't die. This will be poetic, man. <laughs> sure it will. So here we go. Now we're, they're just like, well, fuck we're it, just, we're here. We're in the city. <laughs> She's probably... And now you're thinking, hey, what about that dog? <laughs> exactly. Spot! Rover! Well, he's, he's, was, is his necklace. name like Scout or Skipper? It's like fucking Millie or something like that. She says it when the dog runs up. I don't even know. I think it's just wandering around. Okay, yeah, here we go. You think it's a killer.
Toby. Toby. There you go. Toby, way oh, isn't it good now? Life is good. In real it life, it was really scary for a while, but now the collie come back into my life, and I feel better. One of Toby's ears would be missing. Yeah, he would have been. He would have be, cataract over one of his eyes. Yeah. You know? Here we got the song. So we got it. So it's come full circle. We have the movie started with a shot of lively. Manhattan and now it's early morning the Batman logo's gone so that we've seen Minolta. The, we've seen the difference in time and shots because the Batman movie's gone yep exactly. um, well that seems like it's the episode yep. we went through everything yep uh, you can fucking if you like the episode click the smash smash that like button bruv down there hit subscribe please follow do. us on the audio versions you can do that on Google podcast Apple podcast we're on stitcher we're on fucking anywhere where you get your podcast. Follow Crocious on social media at Insecure Comic. <laughs> um, he's got a great Twitter, actually. He's he's and he's been fired up lately. Yeah, I've had a few of good tweets. He's been, he's been doing some good ones. Um, so he's at Insecure Comic. Uh, I N S E C U R E C O M I C. Yep. On Twitter, and then you just type his name on Instagram and Facebook. You can find oh, him there. Oh, I know. I got a following. I am, Tell you what, I got like 400 followers. Yeah. <laughs> I am at Keith Pazel. That is K E I T H P A E S E L. Yep. That is everything across all platforms. So I am bad. the only Keith Pazel on earth, so you need not worry that you're going to follow someone else. Um, yeah. Follow me. Follow the episode. We'll see you guys next week. Yep. Thanks. You will. For, thanks for listening. No.